right, everybody, welcome to this episode of Midnight Triple Feature. I'm Mike. Normally sitting across from me is Adam, but he is sitting there with his feet up on his beachside bungalow <laughs> on the other side of the town. Um, <laughs> yeah, my legs are like literally, I've never been as comfortable as I am right now. Yeah, because normally I'm in like some hard ass chair in your basement. Yeah, <laughs> I actually got the black one now. <laughs> like so. my lower half goes numb. Yeah, <laughs> you're, just, we're done. you're just there swinging in your hammock and stuff right now. <laughs> uh, nice, also man. joining us all the way from uh, Illinois is from the Shaky Subject Matter podcast is Shaky himself. Hi guys, nothing. Hey. Just sitting here in Studio Three Hundred Six. Fez run off somewhere. I don't know where he went, but <laughs> I'll leave him. I'll leave him to do whatever he does. So how are you guys handling? Uh, well, you guys both used to work, on right? Yeah, yeah. All this, yeah. Yeah, I've been I've been deemed essential. Yeah, me You're too. You too. Yeah. 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 I'm not essential, so. I, well, <laughs> I haven't someday, been. Uh, some keep working hard, and someday you will be. <laughs> right, I'll get there eventually. <laughs> This this is where I work every day now in this same chair. Yeah, my so. job is really hard to do from home, so. <laughs> <laughs> Mine also. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> well, anyway, so, uh, so the topic for this episode we figured would be fitting is uh, we're going to do sort of all apocalypse stuff. Where? So we're going to talk about uh, like our favorite apocalypse movies. Uh, Mike and I watched a couple of apocalyptic movies, one called The Day, which was produced by what, WWE Studios. Yes. And then uh, <laughs> and then 2020 <laughs> Texas Gladiators, which is an 80s Italian, um, you know, one of those like Mad Max ripoffs that came out in the 80s from Italy. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about those a little bit later, but uh, I guess if you guys want to talk about what you've been watching, I actually got to bring up my, uh, my letterbox shit here. Oh, uh, yeah, me too. Because I've been watching a lot. It's not like you have anywhere to go. Today I got a sunburn, like real bad sunburn. Yeah. It's being outside all day. I was out in a kayak in a lake for <laughs> 10 hours, bro. <laughs> oh, that's where you were today? <laughs> yeah. I put in a patio yesterday, so I was in the sun because this is the first day and well, at least here in Connecticut, the first day and two weeks it hasn't rained. You know, <laughs> that's true. Every yeah. Day. How's the weather in Illinois, Shaky? Well, today it was in the 70s, but it's yeah. been in the 30s. <laughs> Monday through Monday through Thursday, it's in the 30s, and then it yeah. warms up for the weekend, and then goes back into the 30s again on Sunday night. Yeah. So Connecticut's been pretty weather. similar. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we finally had like a nice nice weekend. So just working my ass off outside. Yeah, uh, you want so. me to go first? You want to just talk about anything we've been watching? Yeah, go ahead. So uh, have either of you checked out uh, any of the new Joe Bob episodes? You guys watching that? Yes. Any new ones I haven't. You haven't seen the new ones? So no. I've seen, um, let's see, I fought, watched the first weekend. So what did he do? He did uh, Chopping Mom, Bloodsucking Freaks. And then uh, on Friday, he did Maniac and Heathers. So I watched, um, I haven't watched Heathers yet. But uh, the Bloodsucking Freaks episode, um, I don't know, like, I don't know if Shaky, you've seen Bloodsucking Freaks before? Have you seen I can that tell episode? you, I, I, I'm gonna, I was going to mention this. I have seen Blood Sucking Freaks for the first and last time in my life <laughs> on Friday last, or last Saturday night, and I'll probably never revisit that again. <laughs> we actually did that on this show. God, We did years ago. Yeah. Years ago, we covered that movie. We had like a random 
title picker thing and that was in the box and we watched it for this show yeah and uh you know when i was uh a teenager my friends and i would try to watch like uh, all these you know extreme bizarre 70s exploitation films and that was one of the ones that we watched um i had like the trauma dvd and one thing i would recommend is if you ever get your hands on the dvd is to listen to the eli roth commentary on the Bloodsucking Freaks DVD uh-huh. because it's one of the funniest things you're ever going to like the best thing Eli Roth ever did was a commentary track on a, <laughs> a, a, a Bloodsucking like Freaks DVD. Um, I mean, that, that was something that, that looked, that looked like an old porn. Well, <laughs> it had the right. look of an old porn. I was like, are you kidding me? Well, the guy and directing the, it. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. Directed porn. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure he did. It's, uh, the only th- the only thing that got me through that was watching Joe Bob and Chris Jericho talk about it. Oh, yeah, I mean their segments were good. Yeah. Well, you know, back in uh, back in like 1983, 84. Uh, so I was living in Chicago, and the kids down the street, their parents decided to open up a video store, and they called me over and they said, "Hey," I said, "What? We got to watch uh, 2000 Maniacs. It's the most violent mm. movie ever." Yeah. And I'm like. All right, so I go and I start watching this thing, and it's mannequin arms. And re- I said, "What? Why am I wasting my time?" I got up and took the bus to go to the real theater and see something, you know. And uh, and then th- those kind of movies just never did it for me. I saw the I saw the box many many times, but it just wasn't my oh, yeah. wasn't my thing. I guess there's a lot yeah. of people that like that though. So it's got a following. Yeah, I mean, it. Uh, I enjoyed it when I was younger, but I think it was primarily just because it was so out there like my friends and i would watch it together but i haven't i mean we watched the movie for this show and i haven't seen it since yeah Yeah. (laughs) it is very hg lewis yeah it's very like 2000 maniacs or like blood feast that kind of stuff but yeah that's that's i thought it was the same guy till uh yeah it's 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 almost i watched it with joe bob yeah (laughs) yeah. um and then uh he did maniac on hey you've seen maniac yes i I, i'll let you talk about that i'm gonna throw in a little something for you so. All right, so I, uh, I'm a, I guess I'm a fan of Maniac, but I actually, um, I've grown to like the remake a lot. So the Elijah Wood one, mm-hmm. which is I didn't wouldn't have expected, but I think Mike, you've seen that, right? The Elijah Wood Maniac. Yeah. yeah. That's a like, like rewatching this one. Um, like the new one. I the thing is, is like. <sighs> In that original movie, like Joe Spinell, right? And they mentioned this on the Joe Bob episode, like that dude would never date Carolyn Monroe, right? I mean, like ever no. in any no. in any universe. <laughs> and like he looks like a psychopath too. So it's like at least in like the Elijah Wood one, he doesn't quite look he looks more like a just a normal kind of average guy. So you I don't know, you buy it a little bit more that people wouldn't immediately just run away from him when he walked into a room. Um, not but, to cut uh, you off, but, yeah. uh, am I coming through, do I sound like I'm coming through the computer or I'm coming through a microphone? You sound like a mic to me. Okay. Cause I'm hooked up to the board, but for some reason it keeps telling me that I'm dis- my audio is disconnected, but I'm now it sounds, fine. sounds fine. I hear you fine. All right. Perfect. But anyway, I saw maniac. Like the first time I saw that, I was probably like eight years old, <laughs> which is like, um, wow. Yeah, I was, I, was I, <laughs> I used to go to the video store and uh, like my parents, I've talked about this on the show, but like they would let me rent pretty much whatever I wanted. 
Was and then they age put, of video time? Yeah, back in age of video time. <laughs> and they put a, uh, a thing on our account. They got so sick of bringing me to the store, I could ride my bike there. So they put this thing on my account where like, I was allowed to rent R-rated movies when I was young. So I would just go down there and rent whatever I wanted. And I rented all kinds of shit. That's how I saw Bloodsucking Freaks and Maniac <laughs> yeah. when I was way too young. But um, those are my memories of Maniac is like being way too young when I saw it because it's like super sleazy and grimy and stuff. Um, but I, the thing I love about it is like I love that era of New York. It's, you know, it's like that 1980s, yeah, late that 70s Times Square stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah. I love that you stuff. You know, you, you touch on that. You know, I watch the old shows because that's what I do. But the, uh, <laughs> like, Kojak and McCloud, oh, yeah. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. how dirty that city looked. Yeah, I, I, grew up, I grew up in the actual city of Chicago, and it never wow. looked like that. And I just, <laughs> I, I just thought, wow, that's pretty sleazy. And then they always have the, uh, the porn theaters. What, yes. I don't know what street that is out there, but they, they have the porn theaters and all that going on. And I just thought, wow, it's pretty, yeah, like pretty Times scary Square. stuff out there. The place we go now for we're like Mike, you've been to Times Square. You know, there's like PlayStation yeah. theaters there. Yeah, like, that, yeah, we've been there. Thirty years ago, you could go and watch porn there, like, and it yeah. was it was super <laughs> sleazy and sketchy, and people were doing drugs and. That part um, of New York is still kind of grimy, especially when the sun goes down. Yeah, it is, but it's it's obviously not yeah. anything like it was back in the eighties, seventies, eighties. If you go to a concert and you got to walk from Sony Theater back to the train station. You either choose the Italian side or like the Polish side, and then you just have to walk and hope everything's good by the time you get there. Because <laughs> I've walked through there at like two in the morning before, and it is sketchy, man. It's still <laughs> sketchy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, I definitely recommend uh, the new episodes. I think they're really good. Um, I started yeah, watching I Heather's, but I didn't finish it yet. And because um, I just saw uh, that, like Tom Savini's going to be on the next season. He was on the Maniac episode. Oh, he was on this. Oh, okay. I thought yeah, it was again, because that's what made me look to see if they were available yet. So he was on Friday night. Yeah. So Chris Jericho was the first weekend, and also um, the actress from uh, Chopping Mall because they did Chopping Mall. Mm-hmm. Um, the one who was in Night of the Comet, uh, she was on. She was kind of weird. And then that uh, was also that was also a first and last time movie. Yeah, I, I <laughs> love too. I he's, love really hitting low. he's really hitting low. He's really hitting low with this stuff this so, year. So I think it's on purpose. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Heather's? What do you think about Heather's? Did you watch it? Who, who are you asking? Shaky. Oh, well, I, I, that came out when I was in high school. Yeah. I didn't watch it then. <laughs> Probably not going to watch it now. I'm sorry. I don't, that movie never did anything for me. I was never a huge yeah. Winona Ryder, Beetlejuice type yeah. fan of that stuff, so I didn't follow around much. I watched it once. I watched Heather's once, and I uh, wasn't really didn't really care about it. And then it's a little better this time because watching it with Joe Bob's a little bit better. But it's not, yeah, it's not our kind of movie. I don't think it's it's an interesting choice for him. Joe Bob loves that movie. Absolutely loves it. Um, yeah. Oh, real quick, real quick. Uh, when we were talking about Maniac, I said I oh, had yeah. a had a little something. The guy, yeah. the Maniac, Joe Spinelli. Yep. He was in. Everybody knows he was in Rocky. Right. He was the gangster in Rocky. But I did a. I did one of my shows on a called Karate Kids. Yep. It was like yep. a real low budget 1979 mm-hmm. movie about Karate Kids. Right. And he was a hillbilly. He played a That's hillbilly kidnapper really? in that film. 
Yeah. Really? Huh. Yeah. It was interesting listening to uh, talk about him on the Jobo episode because, like, uh, how well connected he was, like, friends with Sylvester Stallone and, like, all these other people. So he got parts in, like, Scorsese films and Stallone films. And then the dude just got addicted to drugs and and strippers and stuff. And he died in this. Maybe that's how he ended up playing the hillbilly. Quick Maybe. Um Let's see. I want to see if there's anything else that's worth kind of. I've watched a lot, man. I watched. I watched this movie called uh, Roar. R O A R. Have you ever heard of this movie? No. So back in the seventies, um, Tippy Hedren. Movie, is it? What's that? The pig movie. Oh man, it's just. Oh. <laughs> it was made in the seventies, right? So Tippy Hedren and her husband were like they were, you know, like way out there, like rich Hollywood types, and they would they owned lions. And what they would do is they buy they. They'd save all these lions from people in Hollywood who bought them and abandoned them. So they decided to make this movie where they would film it with real lions, but the lions are all untrained. So the entire movie is in the plot of the movie is their family gets trapped in this house as they're attacked by hundreds of lions and cheetahs and leopards. And um, everything that's happening on screen is real. So the cinematographer of the movie had his scalp torn off like in real life. Uh, um, what's her name is in it? Uh, Melanie Griffith is in it. And she had her face torn up. She had to have plastic surgery. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's all caught on camera. It's like people getting attacked by lions and then they release it. And at the end of the movie, like there's one point near the end of the movie where uh, this guy's in the water and the, the husband or the father, whatever is like yelling and he's, and the lion's attacking him in the water, like literally attacking him. And the, guy, the guy's like, <laughs> She wants a hug. She just wants a hug. And it's like, no, it's fucking lying, trying to tear this guy's throat out. And they're just, oh, it's like, they just want to be loved. And then there's pictures of them, like, in a bedroom surrounded by lions. And I'm just like, you people are insane. And then, like, 30 years later, Tippi Hedren was like, yeah, that was probably a bad idea. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, 60 people yeah. got injured. You know, I don't know if you lately people with, People with exotic animals like that are kind of weird anyway, right. as, as we've been hearing about. I have not seen the the uh, Tiger Man, Tiger King, whatever that oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. But, yeah, but yeah uh, they're weirdo people when they have animals <laughs> like that. You know, we had that lady in Connecticut with the with the monkey, monkey ripped her yeah. face. Oh yeah, man, he ripped her to shit. Oh my man. god, there was <laughs> nothing left of her when he was done. Oh, it was like the uh, girl's friend too. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, uh, want to come right. see my monkey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be friggin Let's just crazy. get a little closer. That's what this was like, though. I mean, it was like yeah. it was watching people get attacked by someone's lions that they own. It's it's a wild movie. Um, I watched it on the Draft House. They have like this uh, weird Wednesday series they're doing on Vimeo, and you could rent it for like eight bucks. Um, they also had Spookies, but I already have Spookies, so. Uh, let's see. I've watched a lot, but I'm not going to go. This is going to be a long show, so I won't go into too much more. I've been watching horror movies with my kid, though. We watched um, Alien. She saw Alien for the first time. Did she like it? Yeah, she was like, uh, like, like for me, you know, I was like, oh, this movie's amazing. But she was like, yeah, it was only scary like one time. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I... She's 10, you know. It's like yeah. uh, the egg coming out. So when the egg opened... And it gets him on the face the first time that got her, and the chest burst, obviously. But outside of that, 
barely affected by it. It was just like, I don't know. Nothing I show her. She's like, yeah, it's not that scary. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Poltergeist. Poltergeist got her. Which is weird, you know, because Poltergeist is like this PG Spielberg movie that can't, Spielberg produced a movie in the 80s. And that scared yeah. her, but. I, I saw um, that in the theater. Poltergeist? <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a scary yeah, it, movie. It was, it I mean, was like, good. That's a scary movie. I mean, like 1984 PG rated movie. It's like. It's pretty, you know, it holds up pretty well. Yeah, it does. They it scared um, me as a kid. I, they I filmed the remake yeah. about 40 miles from here. Did you see I haven't even seen that remake. Only once. Yeah, <laughs> once yeah. was enough. Yeah, I've, you guys are pulling out a whole lot of number only ones for me here. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps coming. <laughs> well, I, the Joe Bob ones aren't our fault, right? He's, he's no, no, us. that's okay, yeah. Uh, He's probably got to do dig something he never thought he'd be able to show on TV. So. Well, that's it, because like back in the old days, he could, you know, he was never going to be able to show blood sucking freak. So. Yeah, he was very limited to what he could do on <laughs> yeah. TV. Monster Vision. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. TBS um, was going to let that fly. TNT. <laughs> uh, all right. I think that's all I'm going to talk about, because uh, I mean, I've literally watched 150 movies this year, so. And we haven't recorded since February. Um, so, Mike, what do you got? Uh, I'll just run through a couple. I won't talk about how right. I watch Roadhouse twice in a week. But uh, <laughs> uh, I watched this, uh, this 1973 Horror Hospital. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this. Horror Hospital. I'm going to look it up now. It's about a – it's like a rock band, and then the lead singer, um, he's going to go to, like, rehab or whatever. He just wants to get away. And he meets a chick on a train. And the chick's going to see her aunt who lives in a manor. And the manor is, she's the nurse. And there's like this weird doctor who does experiments. He's like an ex-Nazi uh, uh, doctor. What is this called? Um, Horror Hospital. Horror Hospital. All right, look it up. And it's just, it's, it's kind of a weird movie because the lead singer of the band gets on the train. And the girl's kind of freaked out at first. And he's like... And it, he's like, don't worry, I'm not going to rape you. And then she's like, oh, okay. And then they just become friends. Like, that's all, he, that's all it took for him to take her to the manor. And then they're just banging like five minutes after he says that. Like, it was just everything was cool. And then it's just basically them trying to get out of the house because, you know, the doctor's going to experiment and stuff on them. It's actually pretty decent. I gave it uh, two and a half stars. Did you? In my brain, it seemed better. <laughs> Two and a half out of five, right? Yeah, I gave it a two and a half out of five, but for some reason <laughs> I mean, in my head it seemed better. <laughs> so I'm looking at the bad. okay. All right, so I, I just went down the IMDB, right? And I'm scrolling down and it's keyword plot keywords, right? You want to know what the first one is? What's that? Male pubic hair. I have no idea what that means. Male frontal nudity. Yep. Sexploitation, mad. Oh, geez, man, what were you watching? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be one of those that uh, Shaky will watch once. It's one of those. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe twice. <laughs> um, let's see here. And then uh, I watched a uh, Killer Legends documentary. Okay, I've seen that floating around. Yeah, honestly, it's kind of a waste of time. It's okay. basically a documentary based on everything we already know about everything. So, <laughs> it, like, there's no, there's like no oh, new serial killers. 
Yeah, it's about a bunch of different things. Okay. Yeah, so it's like multiple stories, and they kind of go to the places where, um, where like certain things were happened, or you know, and stuff like that. And there's just nothing new. It's just like everything you would have already known anyway. So it's, I wouldn't recommend that. It's kind of a waste of time. Um, <laughs> I did watch a really cool documentary. Finally got around to it. Um, I think I have about 20 minutes left. And that's the Camp uh, Crystal Lake Memories. Oh, I've been wanting to watch that one. Yeah, it's like almost seven hours long. It's <laughs> yeah, really it's decent, man. It's good. Yeah. I mean, you're definitely going to watch it in clips, but I think I watched yeah, it. Yeah, it's on Shutter, right? Minute. Yeah, it's on Shutter. Um, probably like 45 minutes to an hour um, hmm. each time. Yeah, the only reason I haven't watched it is because it's so freaking long. Yeah, it's long, but it's actually really, really cool because they. I've they heard inter- it's good. Yeah. yeah, they interview like each Jason, and they 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 start with like the very first movie. Um, which uh, what's her name? Betsy Palmer, is that her name? The mother. Yeah. 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 So like they start with her interview. They started that movie, and then each time they go to a new movie, they interview that Jason. And I think it was like oh, interesting, like five or six. Um, the person that they hired to play Jason was only in the movie for like 10 minutes because he refused to do stunts. He refused to do a bunch of stuff. So they had a stand-in come in and the stand-in was on screen longer than the actual actor was. So everybody is like telling this guy, like, tell your story because his story doesn't matter. He was just the name on the poster, you know? Um, so it's probably why they hired a stunt man to do part seven, eight, nine, and 10. So yeah, there's just a lot of information in there. It's actually really interesting. And then I pretty much watched, all of them all the way up to Jason X. You watched uh, all the movies? Yeah. Yeah. No, I just started kind of going through them. I had them on Voodoo. Um, so I have I been just, on Voodoo too. Yeah. yeah. I was just kind of going through them because I got the, the codes a long time ago when I bought them. So um, yeah, I had bought that. I kind of regret it now because I had sold it, but I kept the codes, but I bought the, um, there was like that, that set that came out. It was like in a tin. Then I bought it from Best Buy for 90 bucks and I sold it for 230 because it went out of print but now i'm like oh, i wish i had kept it but too late now it's gone but i still have the digital copies hey, is is there an unedited version of the first friday the 13th out i don't think so they, they call it uncut but i don't know if it's actually the uncut version yeah. like you can buy it but i don't think it's actually uncut i don't yeah. think they ever restored it same goes for part two is like really heavily edited yeah and there were rumors two. that like the footage was gone so they go, they tell you that, yeah, there's part two, I think part yep. four, five, and six were just real gory. And uh, there was a lot of kills and the FCC at the time told them, you have to cut this. Like you can't have this. So Brother. What, what they did was they would cut it all out and then the studio destroyed everything. Cause they didn't want to keep it. They didn't want to. Yeah. They actually it. like so just throw stuff away. Let me, let me tell you a little story about Friday the 13th. All right. Okay. It was 19. I've been watching them at home on video for years. And it was, you know, I could never, you know, dad wasn't going to swing out to go see Friday the 13th at the, at the theater, but he'll take you to go. So 1986 came along with uh, part six, Jason lives. Yep. Right. And I was, we were transitioning from moving to, from uh, the city out to the suburbs. So everything was jumbled. And when it was out in the theater, I was kind of, in this town and having to go to this other town to go to school and stuff. So there was no, never really any time. Uh Oh, Oh wow. Look at that. They removed the 40 minute time limit on our meeting. Oh, awesome. good. 
<laughs> a gift from well, Zoom. I thought, I thought we were done. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, I was moving back and forth. So, <laughs> finally, I came out in the video store. I was so excited, right? And I watched it. I said, man, this movie's great. Alice Cooper, Jason's like the superhero killer and everything. So then you go back to uh, a couple years later when Part 7 came out, right? I'm like, yes, I finally get to see a Friday the 13th. I remember I told my friend, I said, I finally get to see a Friday the 13th in the theater, right? Yeah. So I get there, we're there, and they go to kill somebody, and nothing. there's no blood. They kept cutting away from all the kills like it was an Alfred Hitchcock movie or something. And I was... I couldn't believe how bad it was. I mean, really, it was horrible. You saw the, uh, so you had to see the, the, not only the cut version, but the carry version where the, the final girl makes things float around with her mind, right? Like throws TVs and Jason. Yeah, that, that's, that, that's the one. They, they uh, threw, a, they threw <laughs> yeah. some wires around his neck and tossed him, but there wasn't any blood in the movie or anything, man. I was hot. That one, I was that bad one is, about that one. That one is really badly cut there's nothing in that movie like and then, and then i find it. out and then i find out years later the mother from that mm. is uh she's the transformer she's a transformer voice oh, so yeah she's rc the transformer from the transformers <laughs> cartoons and so now if i even try to watch it i'm getting that in my head while i'm watching that movie that was the downfall of Friday the 13th for me after yeah, that. It was, yeah, so. it was the start of the downfall for sure. And it only got worse, really. But yeah. Jason X is fun, but it's not a good movie. But it's a fun movie. But um, Takes Manhattan is just oof. I don't know. Yeah, they yeah, talk about that. No. <laughs> <laughs> six was the last like really good one, I think. Like Part six is a good, is a good movie. It's a fun movie. but It, it's, it's, it is. It's a good, fun, kill em yeah, movie. Yep. And no... Uh, Nothing too serious, you know. They don't get into – he's That's running right, around yeah. killing them. They kill Arnold Horshack, if you knew that. That was Arnold Horshack in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. It was, <laughs> you know who Arnold Horshack is? No. Oh, I'm okay. I'm going to look it up right now. <laughs> Welcome back, Hor- Cotter. Oh, uh, so yeah, I didn't watch that. It was a guy – yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's why. It was kind of an inside joke. He was wearing his coat and everything from Welcome Back, Cotter, and then they killed him in it. They must exactly. have talked about that, right, Mike? They had to have talked about that. Uh, in the documentary? Yeah. I don't recall. Oh, man. That. See, they should, have, they should have put Shaky on there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah here it's he is. Weird yeah, because, um, it's weird because, like, a lot of the stuff from the first one all the way up into about where Kane Hodder takes over. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff in there I didn't know or, you know, you know maybe other people know it. I don't know. So I thought I found it really interesting. And then when it kind of gets to the Kane Hodder one, we have seen him so many times and heard him talk that we pretty yeah. much know everything. He's told so, all the stories. Yeah. yeah, he's told everything. And, uh, you know, we've met him a bunch of times and he tells the stories over and over. So all that stuff we knew, mm. you know, on those, <laughs> you know, um, where he talks about how only like there was, uh, I think they said for like maybe 15 minutes of the movie, they were in New York City and the rest was all filmed in Toronto and they kept yeah, it was in Canada and stuff. And yeah, and they like, also cheated everybody by having half of it take place on a cruise ship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, they, yeah, they talk yeah. about like, like, how did Jason get from camp to Manhattan? They never explain <laughs> it. And it's funny, he's on the boat, it's on a boat, but the question is, listen to him because we, you know. He's like, well, we just want people to imagine, you know, or think whatever they want. And it's like, no, because you don't know what happened and you made the movie. <laughs> it you makes know, no like, sense yeah, that, yeah. that Crystal Lake is now an, has an outlet to the ocean. 
Yeah. Well, they never they never explain it. He just he just they don't. He just leaves. I don't know. He got an Uber or something. (laughs) Um, But then I watched. uh, Actually, I watched this this movie. It was a non horror movie. It's actually really decent. Um, White Boy Rick with Matthew McConaughey. I've seen that out there. I haven't watched it though. It's dude. uh, It's a true story. Uh, Right, because they have their. There's, you can watch a documentary or something about it too. Yeah, it's called I don't White know Boy. if the documentary's out yet, is it? Yeah, it is. It's yeah, called no, White okay. Boy. Yeah, so he was the youngest informant for the FBI. Like this kid was like mm. 13 years old. He was selling guns, selling drugs. The FBI knew about it. He was helping the FBI and all this other stuff. And then at like the age, I think 17 or something, they just took him down. There was no help. Mm. He helped. He helped the feds through so much and they just turned their backs on him and let him go to jail at the age of 17 for life oh wow that's hmm. pretty crazy um, yeah i'm looking at it now yeah matthew mcconaughey is really good and he kind of plays like an alcoholic drunk father yeah uh, when he right. tries he does pretty good you know yeah uh he runs guns <laughs> definitely check that out i mean the story's out there so pretty much everything that's out there is in the movie it's 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 a really interesting movie uh, hmm. it's kind of like a gangster movie but with like a kid it's weird all right and then uh so last <laughs> night i watched invisible man oh you saw it i watched it. yeah they got those uh in theater ones for rent for 20 bucks yeah you rented invisible man i rented trolls world tour oh so you're the reason amc hates everybody <laughs> uh, <laughs> but my kids loved it so what are you gonna do you know yeah um <laughs> definitely definitely worth the watch is it good? Yeah. It's good. It's yeah, it's really good. It's no. nothing. You know, like everybody's complaining about it's oh, it's a remake of the original and the it's it's nothing. Trust me, it has nothing to do with the mm. original at all. It at looked all. a lot like like the Hollow Man movie, the Verhoeven one. Very uh, it's similar. I can't really I like I can't talk about it because yeah. uh, if I like I would just give everything away and there's a lot of stuff in there that is not in the preview at all. <laughs> Like you right. think you think one thing's happening and then another thing's happening and then another thing's happening. So it's very, it, it's well-written. The camera angles are unbelievable. There's shots where like, for example, it's like a still shot and she walks out of frame and you can see things happening in the background, but there's nobody there. Like you can see move, things moving, turn, like mm-hmm. dials turning. And then she'll walk back in the frame, but the camera never moved. And then while she's there, the camera will slowly turn so that she's at the end of the frame, but you can still see down the hallway. And you're, you're looking, you're like, what's happening? Why did they just show us the hallway? And there's nothing there. It's just to show you that he is in the hallway, but you can't see him. Yeah, I mean, it looked good. It's, it's, it's the drive-in opens this coming weekend here. Yeah. And they're showing that. We should, we should go watch it. The first movie is Trolls World Tour. We can, we can park and be six feet away. The second, well, they're putting in, uh, they, they're they trying to get like these these separators or whatever to f- make sure they can, you know, I don't know what they're going to do, but they're going to open so to keep people in their cars. You're in your cars. I mean, even if you're sitting in front of your car, you're still plenty away from the person. Yeah, you. exactly. I mean, and I, I got a season pass. I bought the season pass, so. Yeah. I can go all year long. Um, but yeah, but, definitely uh, check that out or go to the drive-in and see it. It's well worth it. It's yeah, a really the, dark movie, so. It'll probably be it'll probably be good at the drive-in. Yeah, like and and I, mean, I, I mean, like tone, like you know, like picture-wise, yeah. it's dark. And they repainted the screen, so it's gonna look, you know. It's gonna hopefully, look. they cut that damn tree down. 
You know what they didn't do though was fix those bathrooms. Oh they my god. <laughs> There's so much piss on that floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bathrooms at this drive-in theater have they're the originals, I think, from like yeah, 1950. That's the same bathrooms from when we were a kid. Yeah. So, does your shoes stay the, stay on the floor when you leave? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Don't so wear flip-flops. <laughs> so they were talking about these renovations. Exactly. They're talking about these renovations, and my wife is like, they better fix the bathrooms. I'm like, they're not going to fix it. They're not going to do it. No. They're not going to fix it. So then they posted today they had a fresh coat of paint. The crazy <laughs> thing is they have I – I, I couldn't even imagine how many people that – when you think about it, it's probably – what would you say, 300 cars, maybe 250 could fit in there? Yeah, right? it's pretty good size. And then, and then you're talking about, let's say, four or five people to a family in each car. I know, man. And the men's bathroom is one of those – uh, I don't even know how to describe it to shaky, but it's it's a stall, like a stand-up stall, but yeah. it's it's taller than me, but goes all the way to the floor to a hole in the ground. <laughs> oh, that's very European. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's literally the only thing that's in there, and then a toilet for all those people. So yeah. people just wind up pissing wherever they can in the sink. Like, <laughs> yeah. Bad man, it's bad. And the, that I've, concession I've, stand too is pretty nasty. Yeah, I mean, we still get fixed, the food, but yeah, they should have fixed the inside instead of the roof. They put oh, some electrical far, in there. How far do you guys have to drive to get to your drive-in? Uh, eight well, minutes. For, six yeah, minutes. for you, it's yeah. me. It's about fifteen minutes for me. Yeah, I, I have one out. We have one out here called the Midway. That's uh very classy. It's very classy. They put a lot of work into it. The people that run it, the people oh, yeah. that run it do a horror convention in Chicago. Yeah, so that's cool. They made they made a they uh, they made a uh, drive-in. But back in the day when I used to go here, it wasn't that great. But they came and cleaned it up quite a bit. Yeah, yeah this one is uh, the the other downside to this one is they uh, they don't like to show anything that's not family. Yeah, we I got the same issue. Do you? Yeah. So it's like, it's all family movies. Unless it, like in the fall, sometimes they'll show other stuff. But like well, we saw it a, there, but. They have a, they usually have one in April, but they didn't, this year they do a horror yeah, film fest yeah. in April and then they do one in, uh, uh, the in September and they played Halloween out here. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's no, ours wouldn't even do that. Uh, me, me and Adam have talked about that a lot because ours shuts down. Right at like about fall time, and yeah. it's always family friendly. Like they never show anything in October. You know, no horror movies, no nothing. Right. And the they don't do any retro screenings. Yeah. Nothing. The closest driving to us that does that is all in Pennsylvania. The one in yeah, Pennsylvania. Yeah, Pennsylvania. Well, there's one in upstate New York that does it, but they're closing. They're for sale. Um, so um, there was one I found in Coxsackie, New York. And they do, um, <laughs> I know. Coxsack, New York. <laughs> That's just what it's called. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't name it. I'm uh, staying out of that town. <laughs> called, it's called the uh, the Highway Drive-In, and they do at least two shows a year there, and they do really good stuff, and they're, they're closing with stuff. So that means the closest one that we know of that does retro shows is eight hours away. Yeah. <laughs> That's a haul, and that's a haul. I mean, they do for weekends. Yeah. But. Pretty much for anything we do, uh, if, like even if we want to go watch, uh, we got to go all the way to Yonkers when we go to the theater yep. to watch stuff. Yeah, so. the draft house is the place that we go. Yeah. And that's well, you know, I, I'm kind of in a weird spot out here. I got Chicago is an hour and a half away. The Quad mm. Cities is an hour away. The, the uh, 
Wisconsin is half hour, 45 minutes away, you know, so I do get, I am a little spoiled if I really want to go see something that I have a chance to see it, but otherwise, you know, 2,800 people in the town, there isn't a lot of people going to see those. Yeah, I went out to Chicago once back in, oh God, it was a Fangoria convention. I mean, it was so long, it seems so long ago now. My wife and I drove out there, went to this con. In, uh, hey, was that chick from Saw there? Oh God, man, I don't even remember. Robert England was there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he was there or not, but I went to that one. No, oh, that's fun. <laughs> I didn't know when we were there. It was in February. It was yeah. It was cold. It was real yeah. cold. Yep, I was there. That's fun. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> that's funny. <man. laughs> I still have. Uh, Is that we, where you I, got the, the limo driver? Yeah. Is that where you got the limo driver? Yeah, we we bought uh, yeah. this this DVD called The Chauffeur or The Chauffeur. We reviewed yeah. it on the show. Yeah, I made Mike watch it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. Remember about that, that movie? Yeah, yeah I don't we know got that at the Fangoria convention in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. the limo driver. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was, dude. Yeah. Oh man, it was a good show. I mean, they don't do conventions anymore, but you know, there was a time when they put on decent cons. But well, I went to yeah. one where I paid. Uh, I got the ticket, you know, the VIP ticket or whatever. It was like one of the first ones, and uh, it got me front row in those yep. talk things. But who goes there for that? But I, I usually went just for the dealer room or whatever and get a couple right, autographs. Yeah. And that right. was uh, Heather Langenkamp and Kem Forey and all them were in there, and you yep. just go wait in line, and they'd sign whatever you want. Yeah, it was crazy. You know, right? It was free. I know. It was always free. But then there was this guy behind me pulled out five Freddy gloves, uh, two posters, something else, and one more thing. And then yeah. he got, she got done with that. And he's like, oh, I forgot about this. I'm like, oh, come on, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you ran we the Sharpie to, out. <laughs> I used to go to ones in New York City back in the 90s, and uh, everything was free. It was insane. I got, I mean, I had Dario Argento's autograph for free. I got George Romero, I, the entire cast of Phantasm. It was just like, it was wild what you could get for free. They just yeah. sign any. You just bring shit up to the table. They just sign it. It's like no questions asked. I don't know. It's yeah, just, and then and then one year they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna get ten bucks, and then they're like, if we can yeah. get ten, we can get twenty. It slowly we went up. Twenty, and then yeah. it just it spirals. And now, I mean, look when we went to, um, wherever the hell it was when they did the special for. Why am I drawing a blank on this? Um, was it Sylvester Stallone or something? You talk, oh, the, he New did York Comic Con. Yeah, New York yeah, Comic Con. when he was charging like 500 bucks or something. 500 bucks yeah. for one autograph. And you could watch him eat breakfast. I don't think you could eat with him. You had to watch him eat breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's all right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, a bunch of the cons are going to fold now because they're not, they can't run. So, yeah. you know, like Chiller's going to come out of it okay. Monster Mania is going to come out of it probably okay, but a bunch of them are going to fold. Rock and Shock already folded. Oh, yeah? Uh, they have something <laughs> called Days of the Dead out here. Oh, yeah, right. I know what that I, is. I, I, I almost went because that girl from uh, – and uh, you remember I told you about that kid had the video store, right? He always yeah. watched these freaky – like I said, he, he made me watch that 2000 Mania, brought yeah. me over another time, Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> okay? He had to watch Sleepaway Camp. So I watched that, but the girl uh, was that a one and done, or have you watched that? That's, again? that's a one. I saw it one time back in like 1984. That was the only time I ever saw that. Thing. Okay, so uh, she 
the girl, the, the mean girl. The mean yep. girl from that movie. Yeah, Judy. Yeah, Judy. Yeah. Her name's Kathy Kamani or something like that. Yep, yep. Let me... It's something like that. That sounds like a weird name. Yep. But uh, she uh, she was coming to the Days of the Dead, and I contacted her because uh, the guy who... Uh, the Christmas Story guy, you've heard that one, right? The the Christmas Story. Uh, Which made, one? Uh, Scott Farmer? No, the... Uh, Gene Shepard, the guy who wrote a Christmas. Oh, the guy story. who wrote it. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. made some shows for PBS. Yeah, and, I listened uh, to your episode. Them, yeah, one of them was called The Star Cross Romance of Josephine Kosnowski. And she played the title character of that. And I sent her an email and she actually responded <laughs> back to me about it. Really? And she listened to the episode. She liked it. And we were talking oh, about it. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. But I, I figured I'd go and get an autograph for her on, the, on that poster. But, you know, it got snowy and shitty, so I stayed home. Oh, man. So, yeah. You didn't ask her about sleepaway camp, huh? No, no. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I saw Christine in the theater with meatballs, too. Okay, oh, nice. that, was a, <laughs> that was a double feature. I kind of have I have a little bit higher standards for my horror films. Like, uh, I, I, I do enjoy a good Italian horror movie like The Gates of Hell or City of Living Dead. Right. That's the same movie, rather, but like zombie and stuff. Beyond, I go and I see these, I see these uh, kind of <laughs> slasher in the camp, and it, it, it's all cutaway stuff, and I just I don't like those that very much, you know. Yeah, but at the end of Sleepaway Camp, you get the, you know. Yeah, wieners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get, get a nice flaccid penis on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, do you hear the story uh, that that guy got had to get completely hammered to do that scene? Yeah, yeah. He got completely. They gave him like a bottle of whiskey, and he got completely drunk to do it, and he was crying. He didn't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <Yeah. laughs> that just made me laugh. He was crying. Yeah, and he had to put on that mask, so they made like a mask of Angela, and they made him wear yeah. it. <laughs> Stand out on the beach. He was completely drunk and crying. So. <laughs> Wonder what he got himself into. What, is, what, what am I going to be remembered for? <laughs> what am I going to be remembered for my it's whole like, life? It's like the only thing on his IMDb page. <laughs> yeah. Naked guy on the beach. <laughs> it's exactly. It's like the thing that movie's known for is, is that one yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, anyway, you got anything else, Mike? No, that's all I got. So, uh, you got anything, Shaky? Shaky's got anything. Okay, well, uh, you know, through this, I caught something. I'm not sure exactly what it was, but I was down for a week or whatever. So oh, I started right. watching. I started watching this uh, DVD set I had called Gotcha Man. It's a Japanese hmm. anime from 1971 that was released in the United States as Battle of the Planets, and it was a lot different when it was here in the United States because it hmm. it lasted. I watched 105 episodes of that. Wow. And there's still two more DVD sets to go before I'm done oh with the whole God. story. Yeah. And uh, I got I finally got oh caught up God. with that. <laughs> you know? wow. And uh, then I watched some of a TV show called uh, Lucan, the Wolf Boy, about a boy who is raised by uh, wolves in Minnesota or somewhere, and they or they brought him to the and he escapes, and it's kind of like the Hulk and kind of a wolf man type thing going on. He, he gets, he has the powers of the wolf and he goes and I'm helps people while searching, 
searching for his uh, man. searching oh. for his parents. I just tried to look up Gotcha Man, and I got some like hood I found it. rapping. So I found Gotcha Man. I did find it, and I just found Lucan. So, like, did you watch this when it was in like in its original run? Is that how you yes. knew about it? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. And I, I, the episode of it I just watched is uh, Robert Reed plays a drug peddling doctor for the mob who's in witness protection and his son is cousin Oliver. So it's Mr. Brady and cousin Oliver in a TV show together. I'm looking at this this guy's uh, like filmography, this guy who played Lucan. He was interesting. He was in hell night. He was in the movie with Linda Blair. Right. And then some dude. Yeah. He played Peter. Yeah. Look at that. That's funny. And some dude out here in Illinois died and left him and some other actor his estate for <laughs> some unknown reason. That's crazy shit, man. <laughs> Wish he knew who I was. Anyway, uh, and then I uh, I watched Lucan. I watched some Werewolf, which was an old TV series. Oh, yeah, from, I know that one. Yep. And uh, then I watched a movie called Stunt Rock that I've been waiting oh, to see. What do you think about that? I've seen I loved it. it. I loved it. Yeah, it was cool because it's real stunts, you know. That guy's yeah, going across the wire and stuff. So I went to a show in New York, um, a thirty-five millimeter show, and they played that movie. Uh, so I saw that first time. I saw that I was in a packed, sold-out theater. Oh, um, that's Merlin, you a big Merlin fan? I I had knew nothing about this. <laughs> I nothing about this movie, and uh, found you know finding out that. Um, like it was directed by uh, what Brian Trenchard Smith. It's like this uh, really fun movie. I mean, there's no plot if I remember right. Basically, no, it's like no. yeah, it's just like music and stunts and stuff. It's like yeah, it is a fun movie to watch with an audience, though for sure. Right? Yeah, Mike. Like if you I think ever it's just, the same guy, same guy that did all the stunts for like Mad Max and The Road Warrior. Yeah, like if you ever get a chance to check this out, it's just stunts. It's like seventy stunts. It's like all it is. Yeah, it's it's called Stunt Rock. Stunt rock? Rock, Stunt rock. Yeah. Look it up. Guy gets done smoking a cigarette, throws it on the ground, then goes in a car and smashes it into a wall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And it's all real stunts. It's like, if you're into those, like... 1978? Yeah. All right, yeah, I'll save it. And then... Uh, sorcery, someone says in the first one. Oh, week. sorcery, sorcery. I'm sorry. Sor- <laughs> I, it, I thought yeah. it was Merlin. No, yeah, I didn't know what it was. It's sorcery, yeah. Yeah, it's like a, yeah. There's like all these random performances by this band, <laughs> right? And, yeah, and you know the thing about it is you think they'd sound like Dio or something, but they just sound like some <laughs> mellow '70s rock band out there. That's exa- yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. And then uh, the last thing that I watched here was uh, Horror Express. Oh, nice! Uh, from like just... 1971, kind of like a offshoot of a Hammer movie. Had you seen that before? I've seen it, but I actually just sat and watched it. Yeah. You know, I just sat and watched it and got more of the story, and it's it's really good, though. Yeah. You know? Mike, we good. watched we watched that. Right? I don't yeah. know if we watched it for the show, but we definitely hung out and watched it. Yeah, yeah, we watched it together. We may have talked about it on the show. Um, yeah. Is that the one with uh, Christopher? Um, yeah. Christopher Lee. On the train, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 I I think Peter Cushing's in it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Telly Savalas. That's right. Tell us all. Yeah. And he plays, he plays Kojak in it. It's great. He does. Yeah. He's just playing that character. Yeah. Yeah. 
For some reason, I get that one. I get that uh, Horror Express. I always get that one. Um, what was the one we watched with the jumping vampires? I didn't watch that. You watched that without me. You watched that with Connor. Yeah, I get those two mixed up a lot. They're like <clears throat> similar titles, but uh, I know which one is. It's one of those. About. It was one of those Japanese ones, right? Where the vampires hop around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking. about. I can't think of the name of it though. But yeah, I know. I, I know we've definitely we, we've watched it and talked about Horror Express. <laughs> yeah, is, that a one and, is that a one and done for you, or did you like? No, it? no. That's I've been watching that off and on for. Like I yeah. said, I actually just sat and watched it, but that used to be on late nights yep. on uh, the PBS channel. The PBS channel in Chicago used to show uh, the two Ronnies, uh, David Allen at large, Monty Python, yep. and then uh, unedited Doctor Who, like a hour and a half to two and a half hour <laughs> episode of Doctor Who, and then they play some public domain movie until you know Monday sometime. So uh, that was on there a lot, and I'd watch it for a little bit, and I'd always fall asleep because, you know, not a lot really happens much. No, I'm going to say so. that's on yeah. like at least one or ten <laughs> of the uh, Mill Creek heads. It is. You, you, you are correct. It yes. <laughs> that's even on a set I put out. <laughs> I, think, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I think Arrow put out a Blu-ray of that thing too, didn't they? Yeah, because I was going to rent it. Oh, they really? wanted uh I, I actually thought about buying it. It was twenty nine yeah. bucks. I'm like, ah, yeah. no, I'm not yeah, it was on my radar for a while, and then I never pulled the trigger on it because it's they're expensive. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, yeah, I want to pay thirty bucks. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, no, it's 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 weird to like you know because I know Shaky's talked about it in some of his shows before, like the difference of um, like he had these public access shows where you know he was, yeah. like, was like horror movies and stuff. We didn't have any of that, man. Like our no, stuff was like on T. We had to wait for you know, you know come on TNT or like we didn't have any of those yeah. like, Channel Thirteen shows at all. No, we, we didn't have that. We didn't have a horror gone. host. We had nothing. We the first yeah. horror host I watched probably was Joe Bob Briggs because yeah. like, I knew about Elvira, but we didn't get Elvira when she was actually on. No, so we, we got, got it later. Yeah. Well, you know, Spanguli, he went off the air for a while. Yeah, we never had him. And I remember I was out here and I was kind of pissed off. And, uh, you know, he started up again in the 90s. And I was over at a girlfriend's house one time and I was fooling around. And then I got up and I fooled around with the antenna. <laughs> and uh, I got it pointed on George Channel 26 out in Indiana. And I got, uh, I hit it and it came in. But it was really fuzzy. But I, I watched it in... Uh, that's town cool. called Grand Detour one time, <laughs> and then I paid off the satellite guy to give me Ch Chicago Channel so I could watch him oh, uh, in the 2000s. But now, uh, now he's on all the time, so it's not really. Yeah. He's on uh, MeTV, right? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have an antenna right now. I can't get MeTV. I have to watch it online, so I never, I never get to watch it. But I want them to add a Roku channel so you can just watch it on there. Yeah, but we had Joe Bob, and then I used to watch Up All Night. So Rhonda Shear and Gilbert yeah. Gottfried. And I was young when that was on, but I would stay up. So like, you know, I would sneak sneak to the TV after my parents were bed and I'd watch up all night. Yeah. And I remember like that's where I saw like I have these memories of watching movies like uh um Miracle Beach and like <laughs> I know and the 
the uh, Cheech Marin movie, like Born in East LA, like just these, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like the weirdest shit that I would watch at like one in the morning when I was like eight years old. Um, well, and uh, well, go ahead, guys. That was all say, on like, USA and TBS. Yeah, we well, yeah, USA it. had one. USA had one on called Cap Commander USA. That was out yeah. in the afternoons. Yeah, I know that one. And too. he'd show he'd show some horror films and stuff. Yep. And then uh you know, the horror host kinda went away for a while. And now, you know, like I met the doctor, my friend yep. Doctor Destruction, I met him. And uh there there's a lot of them. I got two girls out of uh Midnight Mausoleum it's called. They're about thirty miles away from here, and there's just horror hosts popping up all over the place. Like, and, yeah. and there's net, there's networks on there. No, we're on the Roku, where you can see yeah, horror no, hosts twenty four seven. And the guy, uh, the ghoul, he was on the radio one night when I was waiting to go on, and uh, he said that uh, anybody that would sit and watch a TV show or a channel with a horror host after a horror host after a horror host has to be insane. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't know i i like them when they're good i you know there's a lot of bad ones that have popped up but when they're good i think they're fun to watch they, yeah. they add something that, that's the key when they're good yeah when they're good there's a lot of bad ones out there <laughs> there are <laughs> I, I, tell me about it <laughs> um, anyway all right is uh so is that it we got we want to move on or yeah, if you guys got anything yeah. else, if not, we can move on. What do you want to do? Um, I don't even want to talk about the trolls AMC thing quick. Yeah, we can talk about. Yeah, yeah we can talk about that. That's that's an interesting story. Yeah, There's so basically, um, AMC theaters will no longer play Universal movies after Trolls War, Trolls World Tours. That's just a weird title. Troll Trolls. Trolls World, World Tour. Tours. It says tours with an. Oh, S. that's a miss. That's a typo. Okay, because the way I'm trying to read it is really weird um, with its on-demand success. So you saw it. Um, I didn't see it. I have no interest in watching it. Uh, but apparently it did really well on demand. It made over $100 million. And AMC is pissed because now Universal <laughs> yeah. Basically wants, and uh, we were talking a little bit about this text, and Universal is saying we are not going to play, or uh, AMC says we're not going to play any, any Universal movies at all. Right. And, uh, and another cinema got, I think Regal or something got behind them. Um, yes. The thing is, is like I, in this situation, I don't, the theaters even really have that much power. Have, have you been to an AMC theater? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, we got one uh, about forty minutes from here. Thirty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I got I got one. It's a. It's about five minutes away from the drive-in theater. Okay. Every time when it first opened up, it was fantastic. Yep. But you can tell that they've been struggling. If you know what I mean, they don't have. Yeah. yeah, Every time you go in there, the place is falling apart. Yeah. It's it's garb total garbage. The theater in Sterling. If anybody hears this, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna run. The theater in Sterling, Illinois, the AMC, is pure garbage. Excuse well, they're, they're on the verge of bankruptcy. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, on the verge yeah. of going out of business. Yeah. So, like, does AMC even have? Like, what? What is AMC? Okay, so fine. Like Universal. Like we were talking about this. Like Universal is, owns Jurassic Park. They own Fast and Furious. Right. Yeah. Like, huge yeah. franchises. 
what does AMC do if Disney is like, you know, we're going to do the same thing? Like, are they going to pull Disney out of there? No. Like, there's only so much power they have, you know? Like, you're going to stop showing Marvel. You're going to stop showing Star Wars. You're going to stop showing all, like, the theaters have no power on this. They just, I mean, the thing with me is, like, there's some movies that, like, I don't want to fucking go to a theater and pay $100 to see it, you know? Because like, yeah. that's how much it's going to cost me yeah. to go. Yeah, it's, and, like, I don't it's crazy. Pay. The price of yeah. that place is nuts. Yeah, so AMC I don't want to pay that much to go see Trolls. The one, the one here, um, the one here in town. I don't know. They're just buying up everything, man. There's like five of them now. Yeah. I don't know if you've it's noticed. Funny, that. actually. Yeah, because AMC bought the one in your town, right down by. Um, well, they did, but then McDonald's. they don't own it anymore. Now Apple Cinemas owns it. Yeah, yeah. So that's what owns ours, and Apple mm-hmm. Cinemas is buying up everything. Yeah, they, oh, it's kind and of funny, actually. It's like they got them in Waterbury, yep. like Dan. They're everywhere. Yeah. So, um, and that place was absolutely falling apart. Like I was refusing to go in there at one point. I mean, it yeah. was bad. Then they got all the new seats. They got the new concession. They, they did a good job in there. Yeah. Thing. They did a really nice job. Yep. So to go there, I mean, like sometimes I'll go there on a random Wednesday or, you know, something or a certain time in a weekend. It's like eight fifty a ticket. They yeah. It's, that's right. Yeah. yeah I, how much is it? How much is a soda there by you guys for one? Well, uh, the Apple Cinemas is like five or six bucks for yeah, just like a soda. Five, five fifty for a large or something. Yep. Yeah, it's it, it's insane. I mean, I don't mind overpaying to support a place, but right, exactly. It's but not, like me, you know. Yeah. Like if I got to take my whole family, like it's it's a hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, you got to get the IC oh, and the and the special ex- pack with the freaking expensive. Yeah. To go see a movie that's like not that great, you know. I I'm fine supporting good movies, but. If Universal wants to put trolls out on demand, like, who cares? You know, like, I don't, I don't know. Do you really think when the new Fast and the Furious comes out that's going to no. make them a million dollars in the course of a week, they're going to be they, like, we're not showing that? No, they're going to show it. They're going to have to. Yeah, it makes too much money. Those movies, it's a billion dollar franchise. Mm-hmm. It makes too much. I, same, same goes for their Jurassic World movies. Those are popular too. I mean, like, I don't know. It's, uh, it's strange that they they're getting all worked up about this. It's like I did a little I did a little research on AMC when uh, all this started going down, and uh, there's a guy the 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 CEO of AMC, the Chinese guy. Yep. He was paying uh he was paying some actress to meet up with him, some girl from uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, to come and meet up with him and stuff. And like a million dollars a pop, and oh, uh, I think I heard about just, that. Yeah. There's just all kinds of weird yeah. shit that went on with that place, which is why they're yeah. going bankrupt. And you know what? I'd really rather I'd I'd rather see them go bankrupt. Yeah, and maybe some people would get together and buy a theater again. And right, right, get, exactly. Get it back to normal, like the For, one in Freeport. Like a good theater will will withstand it, you know. But yeah, AMC is yeah. You're right. The one in Plainville too down here isn't great either. Like I we went I went there to see uh I saw two thousand one in, in IMAX and I mean like the it was cool seeing it, but the theater itself was garbage. It was just it didn't and feel you're clean. Twenty two bucks a ticket? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. And it's weird the way certain places are ran, like here in town's not bad anymore. It used to be. It's not. It's not bad anymore. Right, and they and fix like, enough the one down to, here. When too. we go to Yonkers, uh, the Alamo Draft House is great. But oh yeah. Places you go in, man, 
it's not my job to get up and smack someone's phone out of their hand and tell them to shut the fuck up. <laughs> like that should yeah. be the theater's yeah. problem. And it's just every time I go to an AMC, I just feel like there's people in there just hanging out in their living room. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. Do they have those seats with the recliners and all that? And those? Yeah, 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 we, yeah. Yeah. We yeah have them. I, I went to the comic shop to go see Spider Man. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming when it came out with all yep. the guys from the shop and you know it was like it was like 10 30 11 o'clock at night when we went up there and I, I had just kind of called off work to go so I, they all booked seats together okay <laughs> I got the one last seat that they had in the theater so I'm I'm sitting here next to this guy who kicks <laughs> off his flips <laughs> puts the seat all the way back and then proceeds to go to sleep next to me. <laughs> I was just like, is this really happening? You're sleeping during this? <laughs> so, but yeah, I don't like those kinds of theaters. Yeah, me much. either. And it's up to, it's really up to the theater to go in there and control that, you know, sit yeah, it in is. once yeah. in a while and look around. Yep. So, cause you'll never see that. I mean, we've literally done movies um, you know, midnight to or noon to midnight, you know, whatever it is that we go see. Yeah. And we never really have that problem. Like I'm and we're there for no. an entire day. Yeah, like draft houses just keeps they just lock that stuff down. Yeah. <laughs> like they you take sure your phone out, they happen. they'll remove you from the theater. Yeah, so they take it very yeah. very seriously. Yeah. That so they're more expensive, like, but they're worth it. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. Plus they got a good beer selection. So. I was gonna say, plus they got a good beer selection, and they serve you at your at your seat. So. At your seat, when, yeah. you get, when you can get a nine point two IPA for five bucks, I'm gonna be there all day. <laughs> or you can get like a three dollar PBR, and you know, and then have heartburn in an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, speaking of beer, I'm gonna jump up and grab a beer. I have. All right. um, Give me one second here. I gotta pull my page back up. The only other thing I have is um, HBO is developing the Hellraiser series with David Gordon Green uh, and Michael Daughtry. For, uh, so you have um, the producer, the producer and director of It and Ready Player One. Wasn't one of those guys also? Didn't he also work on David Gordon Green worked on the Halloween? Um, yes, yes, the newer one. Um, Hellraiser on HBO. Uh, if anybody can do it, it can be it, it yeah. can be HBO because uh, they do a lot of crazy stuff as it is. I mean, they do. Yeah, they they're they not do. under the guidelines of you know certain uh, like some. Uh, what's the other place there? Yeah, HBO, Shutter. Um, yeah. What the hell so is HBO. the other one? Oh, Showtime. Showtime. Those guys yeah. pretty much do whatever they want. That's true. And HBO takes the quality of their stuff pretty seriously. Um, so, like, they try to put out stuff that isn't garbage. Um, so, like, you they know, even... some massive hits, man. What's that? HBO's had some massive hits. Yeah, several. They had, uh, obviously, Game of Thrones. But even, like, you look back at, like, The Sopranos. Sopranos. Even Westworld. I've never watched is... Game of Thrones. I've never seen it. Me neither. I've never seen a single episode. Yeah. Doesn't interest me. I, I didn't one People I work done. with are obsessed with it, but <laughs> one and done. Yeah. One and done. Uh. <laughs> uh, but um, they're putting out the new stand too, right? Isn't that them? Isn't that HBO? That's CBS. CBS is doing. Oh, CBS yeah. All Access. Uh. Um, yeah, that's going to be on their like digital. Uh, what is it? HBO because... is. Oh, HBO's doing Lovecraft Country. That's what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
So I, in my hometown. Yeah, that's right. I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> and like HBO, HBO did like you know True Detective was good. So they, I mean, like they and The Outsider was apparently pretty good. I haven't seen it, but they could. Uh, I think it's going to be fabulous. You think it's going to be good? I think they'll do it right. Yeah. I bet they're pulling Clyde Barker and everything else. To get it. Well, done. they have to, right? I mean, yeah. I'm assuming he owns the rights to it anyway. I mean, he was involved in the. F- first couple he might have been involved in that third one too but i mean that first one is still still holds up pretty well yeah uh, if they can get like the i don't know, like that first hellraiser man it's like dirty like <laughs> i don't know there's something about that movie that's really grimy yeah if they can get that kind of atmosphere on it and really make it like creepy uh, it gets because that first movie even at the end gets kind of silly like with all the laser lights and shit yeah <laughs> Well, the, I like the in the in the second one with Doctor Shenard, right? That's the man's name, mm-hmm. Doctor Shenard. Probably he comes I don't in know. with the he comes in with the flower drill on his head and right. oh, right, pinhead, yeah, yeah, yeah. pinheads yeah. there. They both look <laughs> at each other, and you're going to have the battle of the century, yeah, the, right? Yeah, the battle century. of the century. <laughs> pinhead throws two hooks into him, and he's dead. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> You're right. They did set that up as like an epic kind of thing, and it yeah, definitely did not was not as epic as they wanted it to be. <laughs> Drop like an old shoe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that second movie is not bad either. But yeah. it says here, rather than a remake, Deadline reports that the series will be in uh, an elevated continuation and an expansion to the universe. I'm assuming, like after, well, this. The actual like plot ends after what the four. I haven't seen past four, but I think after that they stopped being Hellraiser movies. Didn't they make like seventeen of those? They made a lot, and what they would do is yeah. they would take like a script that wasn't a Hellraiser script, and they would write Pinhead into it, and then they would make that movie and call it Hellraiser. Did, did you? I saw one with two twin, blonde haired, long blonde haired cowboys in it. <laughs> And I, it and then Hell and then Pinhead was in at the end of it, and that was yeah, he's at was, the end, yeah, yeah. I was like, "What is end. this? What is this?" No, that's what they did. They would take yeah. other horror movie scripts, write Pinhead in at the end, and then call it Hellraiser. They did it a bunch of times. There's a they wanted to retain the rights, so that we would retain the rights by doing that. Yeah, there's a there's eleven of these. Um, <laughs> you got Hellraiser, Hellraiser Two, Hellbound. Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth. Hell on Earth. Hellraiser yeah. Bloodline. Bloodline. Hellraiser Inferno from 2000. Yep. Hellraiser Hellseeker, 2002. Hellraiser Debtor, 2005. <laughs> Hellraiser Hellworld, 2005. Two in one year, dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hellraiser Revelations, 2011. And then Judgment in 2018. Judgment was the one with that weird looking, right? Hang on. Uh, Michael Leahy did. um, It was the one without Pinhead in it. And Judgment. And where's this? Ron Schmidt. Ron Schmidt was also in 2005. He did both of the 2005s, the 2002. So it was like they just kept handing the shit back to people after about the third one. Trying to find the picture of this. uh, It was real bad. They so they they made like a new pinhead. There he is. I'll show you. Oh, the Mexican one. I don't. Hang on. I'm gonna see if I can share. It's a uh, Clive Barker 
signed away the story and the character rights to the production company before the first film, not realizing what a great success it would be. <laughs> he really? That's what it says. That's stupid of him. And uh, he's only on the first one and second one, Clyde Barker. Share screen. I'm going to try to share my screen here, show you this. Share. So, like, if you can see my screen. Oh, yes, I've seen that before. This guy. So that was what they – they went from this to that, or this is also this one. Yeah. So like, they went from that to that guy. <laughs> and it was it was, <laughs> it was apparently, like, uh, thrown together in a matter of days. It just looked – it looks like a Slipknot mask. It doesn't yeah. <laughs> so, like, somebody created, like, a, a meme where it was, like, one of those good value memes – and it was it like, looks the like somebody did the makeup for the remake of um, <laughs> Freddy Krueger and then just stuck Pinhead's mask over it. Like, yeah, right. it's real. It looks horrible. <laughs> they only made it to retain the rights. It apparently took like less than two weeks to make the movie and then they threw it That's out there. That's probably why they pump them out so much so they can retain the rights. If not, it's 100% why they do it. Yeah. Back, yeah. But it, I think, I think uh, Shaky's right that uh, HBO is not going to do that. So I think they'll do it right. It would be maybe like the comic. I haven't read the comics, but possibly. I've read, I've, I, yeah. yeah, I've read a few of them. I haven't read like consecutively, but um, some of them are really good. I did it's, read the original book, the Books of Blood or whatever it was. And the original movie follows actually pretty closely to that original book, too. Hey, is there, uh, you read those books? What about the uh, detective guy? Which that, one? Looks- uh, Nancy Drew. From what was the name of the <laughs> <laughs> that that new series was also a one and done for me. <laughs> Nancy Drew. I watch the old ones all the time, not the new ones. That's fun. Uh, uh, Louis Lamour, Lam- uh, not uh, Scott Balcula. Oh, Lord of Illusions. My, Lord of Illusions. Yeah, was that in that book? That guy. Uh, I don't remember. Okay. Because yeah, I, I think remember. they met each other. I think Pinhead it's and possible. him met each other. Yeah, it's possible. So. He wasn't in the... I don't remember him in the original, original book, but it was, it was a short book. It was only like 100-something pages. I remember they made a, a, a miniseries for sci-fi from it, too. But I didn't... No, I didn't see that either. Yeah, a lot of those last ones, man, they just blend. I, I couldn't even tell you the difference between probably the last four. No, because they're not Howard's and movies. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you want to? Uh, you got anything else? Uh, the only thing I got left uh, that I'm kind of excited about, uh, I texted <laughs> to you when I saw it, and that is that. Oh yeah, yeah. Goosebumps is going to be a live action <laughs> TV series, man. Yeah, no, I think um, I think the uh, '90s one is due for an upgrade. I mean, they did those two Goosebumps movies, and uh, the first one wasn't bad, but. Um, that sort of book series of books lends itself well to, a, to an actual like television series. And they, they tried to reboot Are You Afraid of the Dark like last year and ended up just doing it as like a three-episode movie. Yeah, and they did it weird too, man. They did it, it weird, like, yeah. It was all like the same episode but broken up. You know what I'm saying? That's what it was, yeah. It was yeah, one yeah. story. It was one story. But so um, I, didn't, I mean, I liked it, but I didn't enjoy it the way I did the old ones because the old ones were multiple stories. Right. But if they can do, if as long as they don't do goosebumps, I mean, there was a couple that were two. Like I think the mask was two parts. So what they did is, yeah, they made 
it was the haunted man. There was actually a few of them. Yeah, a haunted mask, like the dummy. There was a. My kids have started rewatching the original one, the original series, because um, it's on Netflix, and uh, yeah. you know. It, like a, a bunch of them are in two parts and also like the earlier episodes are much better quality than the later ones. Like the further along that original series went, the kind of worse and cheaper it got. Um, it was all very clearly made in Canada too. Cause it, you know, it was probably cheaper to make it in Canada, but the, the books themselves could lend themselves to a series. Like totally. They could make so many good episodes out of that stuff. Like sort of that uh, kid horror stuff, you know, that, can work when it's done really well. Oh shit! I mean, we'll see if it happens. I mean, that was a story. We'll see if it actually happens, but I, I don't know. What I never uh, haven't seen too many of those. I remember they did one well, with Adam West, so I watched it. But <laughs> yeah. uh, that's funny. I, I didn't. Uh, I read those books in in middle school or ju- or elementary. I started reading those books in fourth grade. I remember. Um, that's this is the right R. L. Stein guy, right? R. L. Stein. R. L. Stein, yeah. Yeah. Any, uh, I never actually watched the series um, until my kids started watching it. I had never even seen it. Uh, and it's, it's not bad, but it is a cheaply produced series. I mean, it was like sort of afternoon television quality trying stuff. To think. Was he oh – God, this is going back. Was he like a superhero, like in a really yeah, bad costume? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I remember that. that was, yeah. It was like a really <laughs> cheesy costume. I remember uh, that one too. When, uh, Batman... It was the one when – Batman yeah, and the uh, comic book. Yeah, I remember yeah. this one. Yeah, I totally remember this one. That's really funny. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is in one of them too. He's like twelve years old. He was in an episode. Uh, or Ryan Gosling. I mean Ryan Gosling. He was in one episode. Show me the. Oh my God! Yes, I can't. Uh, I wish I could. Share. I can't share it on my screen. I just found it on um, fandom or whatever. The, the it's, it's the Adam such West a, I just remember this costume. It was so bad. Yeah, it was uh, white, right? Is it white? It it's like a weird um Yeah, it's like a white and red kind of thing. Yeah, yeah like yellowish, white, red with like horns. <laughs> and the mask kind of comes down over his face, but he's still yes. wearing a mask underneath it. That's funny. I remember this. This is I'm going to watch that one again. <laughs> Attack of the Mutant something. I don't even Attack know how of the you Mutant. Did that. Um, what? Hold on, I'm gonna see if I can do it without messing everything up. Share the bottom. Yeah. It's like a green button. It says share screen. Let's see if I can find it on here. I got a Smokey and the Bandit up on my TV right now. <laughs> Although it looks like it just ended. Smokey and the I, Bandit Two is now starting. I saw Smokey and the Bandit at a drive-in. Oh, that's funny. It's awesome. In the back of a station wagon. I saw it on uh, cable <laughs> in the 80s. I was young, and I saw it for the first time on cable. Oh, I don't know if Shaky can see my screen or not. I can see. You're, you're, it's coming up. It's coming up. Yeah, it's, it says it's start. There it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Look at that costume. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty on. much what I remember from that. Let me get on my supervision glasses here. <laughs> Yep, that's it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that you saw you you watched that episode because he was in it. <laughs> that's the only reason. <laughs> Man, he fell pretty far by that point, didn't he? You know, that guy worked his whole life off one yeah. game. 
Off he one did. gig. He did, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. You're right. He, even here, he's using Batman as a, you know, even here. I, th- I think one time he played Satan. Or no, Possibly. he fought Satan. He fought Satan on Fantasy <laughs> Island. Yeah. Uh, uh, who's the ape? Who's the guy from Planet of the Apes? Which one? Uh, the English Mc- guy. McDowell? Roddy McDowell. Roddy yeah. McDowell played Satan, and uh, Mr. Rourke <laughs> had to help Adam West beat the devil. Yeah, so, sorry. Just Wow. That happens in my head, man. That's that's how it works. I got all these things hidden up here, then they all pop out when I hear something. So, hey. yeah, there it is, Fantasy Island, the Devil and Mandy Bree. <laughs> Hilarious. Check nice. it up on me. <laughs> well, yeah, when you said it, I was like, I'm gonna look this up now because yeah, that's really funny. All right, you got anything else, Mike? I got no, nothing. That's, so that's all I got. If we uh, if we want, we can move on to apocalyptic movies. Yeah. So if we're gonna do the list, uh, how do you want to do it? Well, so Adam texted me and said, "Hey man, we should do a list." And I said, "All right, cool. We're gonna do." It. He's like, "All right, what about five movies? We'll break it down to three just to save time." I said, "Fine." Yep. So you sent me your five movies, yep. and pretty much after you said make a list. That was the whole conversation we had. Adam made a list of five movies. I made a list of five movies. We had all of them the same except for one. <laughs> so um, yeah. I was like, well, we can't just do the same movies because there won't be nothing to talk about. So all you right. broke yours on. I, l- I let you keep the list. You broke yours yeah. on. And then I chose three. Yeah. Um, just to. Um, and, and I limited myself to movies only made in the 80s. Which is um, weird because I, I pretty much limited myself to whatever I wanted, and those were the ones that I chose. <laughs> so, um, well, if you look through, like, I went through a list of like a post apocalyptic movies, and in the last decade, there have been just an unbelievable amount of post apocalyptic movies just in the last 10 years. Yeah. Which I guess says a lot about how people view society. <laughs> because the but, only um, movie that we had different was I had last night. You had what? I, I had the last man on earth and you didn't have that. That's right. I didn't put that. And that was only because it wasn't mid in the eighties. It was on my, it was on my long list. And then I got cut. That was the only one we had different. So, <laughs> um, all right. So anyway, I did break it to get it down to three. So I guess we'll talk about six and I'm pretty sure shaky will have seen most, if not all of these. Um, I kept mine pretty well known. Um, but I'm going to bring my list up for myself. If you want me to go first. Yeah, go ahead. Um, all right. So the first one I have is um, Escape from New York. So, uh, you know, and Shaky, you've obviously heard of, if not seen, Escape from New York, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> so yeah. um, the reason I, I, I put this one on here really is because, uh, you know, it's. I, th- I feel like it's. It's one of those movies where they didn't have a lot of money, um, and they pulled off a lot. So they create a pretty believable rundown New York in pretty limited sets. Um, it's got a great cast. So obviously, like I think Kurt Russell is great as Snake Plissken. Like that yeah. character is really iconic now. 
Yeah, but you have Lee, um, Lee Van Cleef is in this one too. Lee Van Cleef is in it. Isaac yes. Hayes is in it. Adrian yes. Barbo is in it. Uh, Harry Dean Stanton's in it. Ernest Borgnine's. I mean, the cast is just unbelievable in this movie, and they're all really memorable. Every single character is memorable in this thing. Um, you know, like Cabby. Like Cat. He's such. He's got this small role in it. Ernest Borgnine is Cabby, but he's so memorable um, in this thing. And Harry Dean Stanton and Adrian Barbeau is like Brain, and I can't remember her character's name. Um, and obviously, that's the case. I mean, like, the Duke of New York is just like, that's so memorable. Oh, and Donald Pleasance, too, is the president. Tom like, Atkins. Every, um, yeah, uh, it, the cast is absolutely unbelievable in this thing. And it's like, when I saw it when I was younger, like, this movie just blew me away. I love the score, I love the look of it. Um, it's a little dark and that was probably because of budget, but I, I don't think it hinders it too much. Um, and you can tell how influential this thing was because the Italians ripped it off like crazy. Oh, so yeah. they took this thing and they just made all these ripoffs of escape from New York. Like they made a movie called escape from the Bronx. You know, so That's like, right. They did. It, yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it was just hugely influential. And I think it's still, it, it was so influential that John Carpenter, when he made escape from LA basically remade escape from New York. Because he couldn't do it better. Yeah. <laughs> like he, took, he basically redid the exact same script in L.A. Um, that's why it's on my list. Because I think it's it's kind of just one of those iconic post-apocalypse movies. Um, and it just I could just watch it. I, I watch it at least once a year. It never yeah, gets I old do. for me. Yeah, I do too. That's why I kind of threw it on here. Because this is kind of like... Uh almost like a go-to for me sometimes. Like if I'm just kind of hanging around and I'm kind of doing some stuff or I'm doing some, you know, paperwork for work or something, I want something on. Right. Uh-huh. This is this is one of, you know, the five things I would throw on. It's just, it's just such a good movie. Well, uh, it, you're, you're exactly right. And I remember uh, dad had gotten a video cassette recorder and uh, yep. we had on TV, which was like a antenna subscription service back in the, late 70s early 80s where you'd uh there was like a switch and every night at midnight they'd play they'd play movies and then you'd record them before they became a whole channel and uh we had escape from new york and i'm not kidding you i watched that every day and then the kids from the neighborhood would come over and watch it and we watched that it was summertime and we watched that every day for like two weeks yeah it's awesome that that was a great that was a great film and uh, it still holds up to this day as does, far as yeah. being a good film. Oh, for sure. With uh, all the action and stuff. And yep. uh, they, they didn't put too many, uh, like, where you were, it was like Jeeps. Jeeps still look the same when, you know, they bring yeah. them in. And yeah. it's helico- black helicopters. Yeah. And they still yeah. have black helicopters. And futuristic gliders. And so, so they didn't have that time disparency you're right yeah, so even though they're saying it's 1997 or whatever it right. still looks yeah. kind of futuristic now still it does so. compared to like other movies you watch in the future and it was like it was made in the 70s and it looks like the 70s yeah <laughs> it's yeah. like yeah. yeah that it's a really actually a really good point this this movie still looks like a some version of a wasteland future um so anyway that's why it's on my list because it's really influential for me and uh still holds up to this day You want to go? You want me to keep going? What do you want me to do? Uh, uh, you can, yeah, just run through your list and then uh, we'll All right. stop over to So my, my next one is uh, uh, Cherry 2000. Um, so I don't know if you guys have seen Cherry 2000. 
but uh yeah <laughs> so yeah this yeah. movie it, it's on my list because um yeah i think it's i think it's a good movie i don't think it's some kind of amazing thing but i watched this movie in the 80s it used to play on hbo and cinemax yep. all the time and similar to like your story shaky like i in the yeah. summertime like me and my friends me and my brothers would watch this thing every time it was on it was i, I would watch it so it kind of like ingrained itself in my brain and i'll always remember it's like melanie griffith as uh as cherry as this like you know cyborg or whatever and it's this guy who lost his he's basically like his sex bot and uh he's like devastated because that was like his wife and she was just a robot and she you know and he just goes on this quest across the wasteland and um i just i like i watched it again a couple years ago and like i still found it to be a ton of fun i don't know how it would work for people who hadn't seen it at that at that time like for me having seen it in the 80s when I was fucking preteen, you know, um, just really kind of left a mark on me. But I would recommend, if you haven't seen it, at least checking it out once, because I, I think it's still pretty enjoyable, even if you didn't have that nostalgia sort of factor attached to it. Like, Mike, have you seen that one? Yes, I, I yeah, I've seen it. Um, it's been a long time. Yeah, because that's like it's it's like a pretty heavy girl cast. Well, it's right. Melody Griffith, and then who's the dude? Now I gotta look it up because I don't remember who the guy was. Um, I don't know, but I'm looking at the cast. So it's David Andrews. Um, yeah, he's that's, that's gonna Ball, be Harry Carey Jr. Oh, oh, what's his name is in it? Um, and then, oh and my it's god, it's funny because it says Lauren Fishburg. Lawrence Fishburne as, is in La- as Larry whatever. Yeah, he Larry used to go as the name Larry Fishburne. Larry Fishburne. Yeah. Yes, I actually watched Red Heat the other night. Um, and he goes by Larry Fishburne and Red Heat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's got Byron Red James Heat. in it too. That's is that the Linda Blair one? No, no, no. Oh. The other. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Right. That's Cage Heat. Cage Heat. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I, wasn't she in a movie called like Red Heat or such? Right. K- well, I think Cage, she was. Cage Heat. She was, she was definitely Cage. in Cage Heat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Lawrence Fishburne is in it. It's uh, I don't know. It's um. I think it holds up, but I don't know. I don't know if that's nostalgia speaking, but Shaky, what do you think about Cherry 2000? Sounds like you've seen it. It was just on. It was just on. <laughs> it was just on. It was on all the time. Like all you said, the time, like, right? like yeah. Beastmaster, it was always on. Constantly. Like. For me, it was like Cherry 2000 was on all the time. Killer Clowns was on all the time. So I watched that constantly. Um, there was just like, yeah, like a rotation of these movies that I don't know, HBO and Cinemax had the rights to, and they would just play them in the middle of the day. Cause they were like PG 13. So they didn't, you know, they could play them and they'd have to worry about the R ratings and stuff. Yeah. So they were just on all the time when you were home in the summer, like you watch whatever was on HBO or Cinemax. So, um, yep. all right. And the, the last movie that I'm going to put on my list is, uh, the road warrior. Um, and, uh, obviously, uh, you know, I don't know how much you could say about the road warrior other than again, it's a movie I saw. Um, I actually saw it before I saw Mad Max. Uh, I saw it on cable and I was just so blown away like as a kid with that chase sequence at the end. Um, Like to this day, it's still amazing to watch it. And they obviously redid it in Fury Road and Fury Road. I thought was incredible. Um, But the road warrior did it uh, with, with sort of, they, they had less at their disposal in, you know, 1980, 81. Um, and they still like managed to pull off this just incredible chase with this giant rig. And uh, 
and I actually like really when I was a kid, I always really liked that feral kid character. I liked the pilot a lot. But yeah, it's another one of those movies that has a lot of memorable characters and the villains, particularly in the villain side. Um, and, and, you know, Beyond Thunderdome would try to capitalize on that, but just less successfully than Road Warrior did. And uh, it's a movie that, again, I'll watch it at least eh, at least every two years or so I'll throw it on, if not more often. It, it moves by at a clip. Um, it's got that nice sort of like 80s R rating action movie. It's got post-apocalyptic wasteland down to a T. Hugely influential, again, just like Escape from New York was. Like the Italians ripped, like 2020 Texas Gladiators is taking from Road Warrior. Like every Italian post-apocalyptic movie you're ever going to see, they took the Road Warrior as at least, if not just the costumes they, they stole, um, if not the entire aesthetic they were trying to copy. And it's just, it's too bad that Beyond Thunderdome has like half of a great movie in it and then half of a weird Peter Pan movie in it because, they, you know, they really they really try to take that up to the next level with Thunderdome and all this stuff. But Road Warrior just, I don't know, man, that movie is, it's just the, so big for The thing for me, about so. Road Warrior is they did so much with very minimal talking. Well, that too, and Matt. I mean, Fury yeah. Road did it. Fury Road's almost yeah. Silent. Fury Road did it. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, they actually made. A, I I know a Fury Road. They made a black and white cut that is silent. I haven't watched it, but I yeah, they, like the Chrome version or something. They call it the black yeah, and Chrome. Yeah, but you could do that with this. Like you could do that um, with Mad Max too, and still. Yeah, because no, Max doesn't on. talk. Like he no. just like the character doesn't talk. He does in the first movie. And the first movie is like, uh, it's interesting because it's not, it's a good movie, but um, you can tell they knew what worked best and they kind of transitioned that in the road warrior and they ran with it. Uh, Cause the first movie has all the family drama in the beginning. Um, and then they get sort of the revenge story in the last part, which works really well. But road warrior man is just shaky. What do you think about road warrior? I'm assuming you've seen road warrior. I've seen the road warrior. I've seen, I've seen beyond Thunderdome at the theater Oh yeah, Dad. Uh, Dad had to bring me and Mom along with him to see it. <laughs> that, that day didn't go very well for him. <laughs> but uh, I like the Road Warrior. Yeah. The what you said about you know the uh, Thunderdome, just mm-hmm. kind of what is this this society thing? I'm just like yeah. I, yeah. I was not in the right frame of mind even to think about something like that at that age and i'm just like this is stupid where's tina turner what's going on and uh but i wanted to see mad max yeah and you know how you said your parents gave the uh letter for the uh yes for the video well i'm like i was like what year that i was like 10 years old and i realized that this movie mad max was the first uh right first road warrior movie so i'm like i gotta see this it just came out so i went i went down to the video store to go rent it and the girl wouldn't give it to me because it was rated r (laughs) and so i went home and you know mom doesn't mom didn't drive so she wasn't gonna get get on the bus to go there so uh, anyway dad picked it up for me on the weekend but i saw it and i was like i built it up in my head so much exactly because it's gonna be and then i I saw it i was like Oh. <laughs> did the same thing. Yeah. Yep, yep. yep. So built it up in the, my head. The Road Warrior, the Road Warrior was good, and I, yep. I like that theory that they came up with that the, uh, that Max in the Thunder Road is the kid. 
It's yeah, I've heard, Pharaoh Kid because yeah, he has the that, music box. Right, I've heard the same thing, and they never yeah. really say it for sure, but yeah, I'm assuming that that's that they were they were at least making a reference there, right? They were trying to tie yeah. two things together. Yeah, that that's but I, cool. It's it is funny though. I had the exact same thing with Mad Max because I saw Road Warrior and I was like, oh, I got to see the first one. I got to see it. Yeah. And I was like, oof, what is, what, he's, he's in a city and he's a cop? What is, <laughs> yeah. what is going on? <laughs> so, all right, those are my three, Mike. Those are my three. All right, so um, after we texted each other about that, and I told yeah. you, I said, you know what, fine. We both had really good picks. Why not? And we're not going to overlap them. Yeah. I go through it. So I wanted, I was like, I'm going to go a totally different direction. <laughs> like a totally <laughs> different direction on this. Yeah. Um, cause we are going to have some that we'll probably talk about that we had on the list, but then yeah, I have some other ones I'm just going to throw out after, but yeah. So, um, my first one would be Shaun of the dead. Yeah. All right. Great movie. Right. <laughs> um, so as you can see, most of mine aren't going to be serious. Like, our <laughs> uh, but Shaun of the dead is great, man. It, it's, yep. Uh, it's it's a part of their the uh, the the uh, end of the world trilog- trilogies that they had. This was the first one, and right. it's basically basically him like and his friend arguing with his girlfriend trying to go get his mother. <laughs> like that's the whole movie. Right. And now they want to do is go to the bar and get drunk. Yeah, yeah, they just want to go to the pub, and he um, actually makes it from his house to the gas station to get a soda <laughs> and to and to work without even knowing that opening sequence is is actually. S- it's pretty amazing that for that entire opening sequence shot of that is really yeah. amazing. And I saw that movie. So, um, it came out the same time as the Incredibles and I wanted to see both movies. So I was, um, dating someone at the time and I dragged her to the Incredibles and then to Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> same night. We had to sit through both movies. And, um, I like the Incredibles obviously, but like Shaun of the Dead, man, like, first time I saw that movie, it had been a long time, I think, since it had been like a really good zombie comedy. Um, like Peter Jackson might have been the last one that did one that I liked. And uh, for the, and that come out like right on the heels of the Dawn of the Dead remake, which was a super serious zombie movie. Um, yeah, I, like it blew me away then. I think it's still really good. I think it still holds up. Um, it's, it's, there's, you know, it's not surprising that those guys went on to pretty big things, you know, like, um, oh, they, like yeah, obviously, they uh, Ed, well, Edgar Wright was doing Ant-Man at one time. Right. And then they did, but, um, yeah. Um, but the other dude there, the guy that plays Sean, like he's in the fucking mission impossible movies. He's Simon, in, um, yeah, Simon Peck. In Star Trek movies. Like, yeah, so he went on Nick to Frost. Nick Frost went off to do a bunch of stuff too. Yeah, he did. I mean, they, they all, um, there's, that's a, that was a talented group of people that kind of came together and made a movie that at the time was super unique. And it, it's another one of those ones that everybody after that tried to do. Like all of a sudden you just had zombie comedies everywhere. And that, that trend lasted, I mean, for years, like years. People I, own, I own all three of them on Blu-ray and I just, yeah. um, I just went and looked cause I was on voodoo and I was like, yeah, it's probably just easier just to rent it than I have to go, you know, trying to, figure out where it is on my shelf and all this other stuff. So I was just being lazy right now for uh, 20 bucks. You can get all three of them. Uh, the trilogy. Yeah. You can get all three for 20. Hot fuzz is incredible too. Which in there 15 bucks a piece. So it's well worth it. I don't know when the sale ends, but I just to see it on there. So mm-hmm. 
I, I have a question for you about uh, this is the world end or what's the last one called? The world's end. Called? The world's, the world's end. end. Yeah. Did you? I I caught an article on here that it's uh, kind of like a remake of Halloween Three. Is that true? <laughs> that uh, he even has the same name. He has the same name as uh, yeah Tom Atkins <laughs> character in it. Is that is that? I haven't seen it. What can you tell me? Yeah. Well, it, it is about it is about robots. Like yeah, it is robots. It is totally yeah. about that. And then at the end, they go yeah, they end up like having to. I'm trying to remember the. Hang on, now I gotta. I don't yeah, remember. I know. It all starts with the guy. The bar. He's taking a piss in the bathroom. I only saw it once. Hang on, I'm gonna look this up now. Yeah, cause... he's oh, he's taking a piss in the bathroom, and that's what starts it at the pub. Is and then the dude, and then he. The, the robot starts to bleed green and that's when he realizes that something's going on and then they decide to go to the other bars and they just keep moving on. They just all their whole goal is to make it to the to the um to the world's end. I never made a Halloween three connection. Me neither. That's I, I'm, 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 I'm trying to run through my brain and what could be in there and <laughs> But it is I mean the, the robots the plot is totally in there. Twenty years after let's say I see. I thought it was about aliens. Wasn't it aliens and robots and stuff? Yeah. I saw it once. I remember liking it, but I never watched it again. It's got a great cast. Yeah, no, it's a great movie. Because um, that came out after, what was it? Hot, so they had Shaun of the Dead. Um, Shaun of the Dead, not Hot Fuzz. Yeah, Hot um, Fuzz. Was it Hot Fuzz? Mm-hmm. Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, World's End. I'm looking at the names of the characters now because I'm trying to see. I don't know. It's too much to look through here. I have to rewatch that now under like a Halloween 3. Yeah, I'm going to have to too. You know, <laughs> so I'm like really interested in it. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not putting together Season of the Witch and World's End. World's End. Other than the robots because obviously like they were robots in Halloween 3. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm gonna have to rewatch that now. Um, now I'm curious. I'll let you know after I rewatch it if there's a ho- if I see Halloween three in it. Yeah, because I went through. I was going through my DVDs. I'm like, and you know, trying to. I I just have, and then I got my shelves, and then I have boxes, and then I have bags. I got so many <laughs> movies that I'm like trying, but I I wound up finding these on the shelf. The only one I was missing was Hot Fuzz, but I think it's in the Hot bag Fuzz. Is, I've seen Hot Fuzz so many times. I oh actually God, really love so that movie. Great. But yeah. uh, I found Paul, and I was like, oh, i got to rewatch Paul. Like, I've watched it so many mm. times, but that's a good movie, too. But, um, you know, Shaun of the Dead is great, and I am definitely going to try to figure out this uh, World's End thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch it now because it's, it's moving back up on my list. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Let's see here. Um, so my second pick was uh, Cockneys vs. Zombies. I don't know Which I don't think that. I've seen. Have you not seen this? I don't know. I, um, I thought I did, but then I was like, I couldn't remember if I did. I, I might have seen times. parts of it. I think I might have seen parts of it. Yeah, it's another British film. Um, so it's weird that I picked Sean Shaun of Dead and, and Cockneys for Zombies because they're both uh, British. Zombie comedies from, from England? From, from England, yeah. <laughs> um, it, like the way the movie starts is amazing. So it's like they're on a construction site. And if you're going to remember anything in the movie, you remember this. And the guy's got the loader and he's moving the dirt. And then he comes to the door that was buried. And it says like it was sealed due to, you know, 
John whatever, the king. So the yeah. other dude's like, maybe there's gold in there, and he <laughs> kicks the door open, and it's just a bunch of, like, skulls and stuff, and then a zombie comes out from the back, eats the first dude's neck, and then the shot is amazing because it's a shot from inside going out the door, and the zombie grabs the worker's lip and literally just rips part of his face mm. off. Like the lip stretches out, you know, and just, um, you know, it, it's, it's just an amazing shot. So if anything, you would remember that from the movie. I remember and, nothing. And then um, there's the mouthy grandfather that lives in the elderly home. And so I feel like I remember that. Yeah. So when everything breaks out, their goal is to get back to grandpa and they have the crazy dude. Uh, they got the crazy black guy with with the big like gun and everything, and he keeps like headbutting their car. And they they go and rob a bank, and then the zombie like they go in and rob the bank. And before they can make it out, the apocalypse has already happened. Like it's weird because they walk out of the bank to have a shootout with the cops. They go back in, and when they come back out, like seconds later, everybody's dead. <laughs> That's just pretty much how the movie starts. Yeah, I'm reading that now. That's exactly basically what it says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is this is really did, amazing. This is a good is, zombie movie. Where is, is this on? Where is it? I've seen it. Is this on Netflix or something? I've seen it somewhere. I actually, I, I I'm pretty sure I own this, but yeah, I watched it on. Um, you've talked about this before for what's sure. The free service. Tubi. Tubi. I watched it on Tubi. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. It's probably. On Tubi. I watched it on. I watched it on Tubi with my workaround, so I didn't get ads. Yeah, I have to watch the ads, man. Yeah. Well, you Oof. don't have to, but. Well, yeah, but I don't have the workaround, so I do. <laughs> I watched the, the day. I had to watch that with ads. So, yeah, that I did too. I wound up watching <laughs> that with ads. Yeah. That, so. That was pretty... so here's here's a weird thing. You mentioned that. I have been having an issue with um, my TV in the living room. My Roku kept turning it. Well, it kept, my TV kept turning off. I thought my TV, like the fucking TV's a year old. Right. Mm. So um, it kept shutting off, shutting off, shutting off just randomly. But if I was watching something, it was still coming through the surround sound. So I assumed it was the TV. So I was like, all right, well, let me swap out the Roku's. I went upstairs and I got the Roku premiere, put the Roku premiere on my TV. Uh, an hour later, shut off. Still have audio coming mm. out of surround sound. Then it, it, you turn it on, it immediately shuts off. Disconnected the... The Roku premiere went downstairs, grabbed the fire stick, went upstairs, and I hate the fire stick. That's why I leave it downstairs. Because mm-hmm. um, usually when I watch movies down here, it's either you know on the Blu-ray player or through the computer. And uh, grabbed the fire stick, put that on the TV. TV's never shut off since. Two Rokus keep shutting off my TV. And the fire I have a Roku has- TV, so the Roku doesn't shut off the TV because the TV is a Roku. <laughs> and my fire stick is hacked, so I, I can get that channel yeah, on there. that's weird. But I watched it on Tubi mm. before I brought it upstairs, so I was kind of pissed off that that happened <laughs> afterwards. So. so, but yeah, I don't know what it is with Roku's turning my TV off. Too long. No, no, I never have a problem. I never, you have all kinds of issues with Roku's. I never have a problem. Yeah, the Ro- it's a Roku, Roku thing. Yeah. Is it a Roku thing? It's definitely a Roku thing. <laughs> it's happened to you, obviously. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's, yeah, it's the strangest thing. Like, you'll... You could it's be like watching they wear something. Out. Yeah, oh. you could be watching something. For, it's weird because it's two different Roku's. It's the Roku Four, and mm. then the Roku Premiere also did it too. Do you ever? Is it really hot when you take it off? The Roku. Yeah. yeah. Well, this. Well, the stream. I had the streaming stick, and it, it would be like 
it would hurt my hand to take it off. It was getting so hot, man. Oh wow! Oh, so no, I, don't have stick. I have the the box, the the 4K box. Um, it's like the size of the palm of your hand, and then my yeah. other one is a. It, it it almost looks like the Fire Stick, but it it sticks out and plugs in the back. It's a small little strip. Yeah. Um, the Premiere or whatever. <clears throat> and they're both doing it to the same TV. Sweet. And if I if I plug them on the TV upstairs, it doesn't do it. So I'm assuming that there's something in my TV that's sto- like a protection or something that's stopping it. Yeah, from maybe. Yeah. Dying. But yeah, so I got to figure that out because I hit the fire stick. And they're and they are cutting down the internet. Yeah. Speeds. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely right are. now. So they definitely are doing it. <laughs> yeah, no, but my both of my Roku's do get pretty hot. I got the TV now, so Roku TV is works. Never a problem. And All right. Then, uh, so the last one I chose um, was Zombieland. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if uh, Shaky's ever seen so, it. I know Adam's seen it. Yep. Um, I saw it opening weekend. <laughs> and I just want to tell you real quick, my favorite part of that movie <laughs> is when they kill the clown. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and then the thing comes down and makes his nose squeak. They just throw in that little squeak for a second. Yeah. That's my favorite yeah. part of that whole movie. I think uh, Zombieland's brilliant. So, like I mentioned before, like uh, so, if Shaun of the Dead was like the the sort of start of the zombie comedy, like Zombieland was one of the last great ones I've seen. I haven't seen like Cockneys versus Zombies, but um, Zombieland was like it it exists because something like Shaun of the Dead exists, but it, it's so good. It completely stands on its own. Um, and it holds up to multiple viewings. Cause like my wife and I saw it opening weekend. We loved it. And I've watched it multiple times since then. And it's still funny every time. I love the Bill Murray cameo in it. I just thought that was pretty brilliant. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like to have him show up as Bill Murray. Um, yeah. Like, like it's such a random thing to put into your script to, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's little things like that that really work. The Twinkie obsession really is is funny, and that plays throughout the entire movie. Um, the rules, like in, the like rules the play out really good. When he first picks up uh, Columbus, um, yep, um, Jesse Eisenberg character, like when they're first together, and he sees the hostess truck down the embankment, it's like right in the beginning, and he's like so excited that he's gonna get a Twinkie, and he opens it up, and it's all snowballs. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. And, and Jesse snowballs there. suck, man. I hate snowballs. I, I, uh, I hate snowballs too, but uh, Jakey, where like, do you fall in snowballs? Are you a fan of like, snowballs? He's like, I like snowballs. Yeah, I, you know what? <laughs> I don't like them because they get that coconut in your mouth. Yeah, that's it. it. Yeah. It's, it's a like texture. Eating, it's like eating something furry. It's the texture, yeah. <laughs> it's weird because you bite into them and the top of it is like all like hard and like almost, yeah, I, don't, I don't know what it is. And then the inside's real soft, so it, it just doesn't work. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you. I'm with yeah. uh with Tallahassee right I'm with him. Yeah. Twinkies <laughs> all the way. Has anybody seen I haven't even seen Double Tap yet. No, and it's it's I can watch it's on demand. I the, yeah. It, I just haven't watched it. Yeah, because when I went on to um because I, I got Zombie Land on my on my Voodoo account, so I went to click on it and then underneath, you know, it gave suggestions and that one was in there and I was like, I totally forgot this even came out. Came out like, yeah, like I don't I think it year. I don't think it I don't think people really talked about it after it came out, but I hear it wasn't that bad, but just haven't seen it. You know, uh, you guys, some of these movies that they've released for home (laughs) from, uh, I think The Invisible Man has been the only one that I was actually interested in seeing. 
So, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's been a dry spell. I don't think, yeah. I really don't think they lost much. Yeah, they probably haven't lost much, actually. Yeah. Yeah. When we were, when I was scrolling through Voodoo, um, the Invisible Man, because they had them all listed out for um, at home theater. So you have like, I, I mean, I got them all here, but the Invisible Man was the only one that really caught my eye that I wanted to watch. Yeah. Uh, there's a movie that came out in theaters. If anybody's heard of this, called Bloodshot. It's a Vin Diesel movie. Yeah. What is that? Like a superhero movie? I, I yeah he I don't know. Oh, it, I'm gonna move weird, around here. But um, you have Vin Diesel, who's the biggest character in Fast and Furious. Oh, and he's got a movie that's out. in theaters and no one's heard of it. That that's just weird. Like yeah. You figure I, you would. I heard about it when it was like in production, and then I think they expected it to like bomb. I gotta take my dog out. So. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, birds, birds, birds of prey is on there. I've watched Birds of Prey. Uh, Shazam, the Lego movie, is on there. If you're interested in that. Birds of Prey was good, right? Yeah, I loved Birds of Prey. I thought it was yeah. really good. I haven't seen it. I hear good things about it. Uh, oh, oh, I did watch Bad Boys for Life in the theater too. Um, <laughs> that's also on there. Oh, Were the you the song. only one in the theater? Uh, it was me and my buddy actually, and like two other people. <laughs> There was literally four of us in there. <laughs> and it was on like a random Tuesday in the afternoon, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to put this down over here. Movie? There, You guys can stare at my wall. Okay. There. I think my headphones stay connected. All right. Yeah. Has anybody, uh, anybody seen Hope the Sonic movie? Hope there's no Sasquatch. Movie? What's that? Have, have you seen the uh, Sonic movie, anybody? No, no. <laughs> no. No. That's up for rent, too. Um, I know one person that went and saw it and they talked to me about it like it was the best movie in the world and I doubt uh-huh. that's true. Like, yeah. they loved it so much and I just don't believe it. I heard that it was like a kind of a fun movie and they definitely improved the animation. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny because they improved the animation and then that studio went out of business. <laughs> no, oh, that's because wow. they lost all that money. <laughs> They like lost a ton of money on that investment because they had to go back and do all that work for like free. I, I do gotta say it was weird looking to see him like that <laughs> when the the first version with the long legs in it. I'm like, what 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 is yeah, he this? He looks real weird. Yeah, He's, yeah, he had like weird eyes. He had like weird human eyes. And he had the teeth. He had the teeth. Like the weird yeah. teeth. That's right. <laughs> and they fixed the teeth. <laughs> so weird. Eventually, I'm gonna see that one. Is Jumanji curious, not but... still in theaters? Is it? That can't be still in theaters. No, I saw that. I wa- I watched that. I rented that. Oh yeah, because it's on here as um under the theater thing. But I went and saw that in theaters. Yeah, no, that's definitely. Yeah, they was, uh they released a bunch a of them on home video real fast. When yeah, this actually, all started, you're right. Like Jumanji was all of a sudden on home video. Yeah. And so was Zombieland Double Tap. Yeah, that's stuff like that just popped up. Yep. It's snap. Yeah, like they're like, oh shit, we're gonna lose. My, uh, and like Disney's been putting their stuff out. Um, like they're putting a Rise of Skywalker out early, so that's gonna be on tomorrow for the fourth or whatever. Yeah. Maybe tonight um, at midnight. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Maybe I'll prepare tonight at midnight. Maybe I'll see it in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> I still haven't seen it, so. There's I was waiting for it to hit uh, on Disney. Available to watch in 12 days. There's a cartoon called Scoob. Scoob. Yeah, I think yeah. that might end up at the drive-in. I'm really excited about that. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch that. I think it's going to be at the drive-in. If it is, I'm going to go see it. Yeah, you can pre-order it right now on Vudu. Um, yep, 20 bucks. I was in the store yesterday, and I saw the new figures for uh, the Scoob movie. They made a Blue Falcon and Dino Mutt figure. And do you know who those are? And Scooby-Doo? No, Blue Blue Falcon and Dino Mutt. Oh, no. Do you, Mike? No. Okay, well, okay, guys. All right, well, this movie is bringing back all the stuff from, like, when I was a kid. I'm looking it up now. It's like they're bringing back, uh, they're bringing back Captain Caveman, Dastardly and Muttley, and the Blue Falcon and Dino Mutt. They're bringing back this, the whole nah. 70s lineup again. These are all Hanna-Barbera characters. Okay, yes, it. they're bringing them back. And I yep. saw them, and I was like, ooh. But uh, I picked up a huh. Dutch instead. Dutch huh. from uh, <laughs> Dutch from Predator. Here, I'll see if he. Nice. I don't know if you can see that or not. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, that's just. But uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this Scooby. -Doo. I'm a big Scooby Doo fan. I have a. Yeah, yeah. I have the phone over here, the Scooby Doo phone, and then I have a actual from the, from the '70s. You know, they used to make plaster banks. Yeah. With uh, in the '70s they used right. to make plaster banks and yep. it. Of different characters, and I have a, a two foot tall Scooby Doo in the living room. Uh, for cool. I, I like Scooby Doo. My kids, uh, <laughs> my oldest daughter, we watched. She doesn't watch Scooby Doo anymore, but when she was younger, she used to watch it. And we watched um, the re there was like a a series they put out like two seasons of it. It was on like Cartoon Network, and um, it was good. It was Mystery actually. Inc. Mystery Inc. You Mystery Inc. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Yeah. What a great, what yeah. a great show, man! I used to tell the boss, <laughs> it was I was, "It's Friday, man." What you, he said, "What are you doing?" I said, "It's Friday." Batman it's, and Scooby Doo. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, I was like, I was like, "How is this as good as it is?" But it was really good. Like, I was bummed that there wasn't more, that there weren't more episodes because it was. Well, it ended up. It being was really cool good. that they did an arc, like a story yeah, they, arc where they exactly. all connected. Exactly. Yeah, they did like a multi-episode arc over the course of it, and it was—I was really surprised at how how good it was. But yeah, I don't know. Then I think they did—they tried to reboot it again. Um, they did they were, it this year. They did it this they year. They did it last year. Last year, and, right? You know, unless it's the Harlem Globetrotters, what do you do? You know. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. But I do hope this new movie's good because I. I I am looking forward to it because I am a Scooby Doo fan. Yeah, Scooby Doo is awesome. Yeah, it is. Weren't they yeah. supposed to come out with like a uh, like a dark live version? You know. Well, so they came out with. I don't know. Can you see that? Hang on. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. my Scooby Doo phone. <laughs> That's funny. There's my Von Gool. <laughs> Yeah, there was a there was like a production in the works where it was supposed to be like a dark version of Scooby Doo, like a horror Look version or something. Oh, brother, I saw that. I saw that. It was a trailer that they made for a, a yeah crowdfunding project. Yeah, did it ever go through? Because no, no, they didn't even say Scooby Doo in it. They were just saying the <laughs> mystery guys or something. They like couldn't that. say it. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah that's funny. Yeah. I do have a movie called uh, Saturday Morning Massacre. Have you seen that? that? Wait, wait. Yeah, hang on. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, did I see? Is this the one I saw? Where they go? Is that the one where they go to the haunted house? Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's them, but it's not I totally, them. totally saw that movie. Yep. 
absolutely saw it. If that was like, yeah, their version of Scooby-Doo, but without calling it Scooby-Doo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they everything was more adult. <laughs> yes. Totally remember that one. I saw it once because it like I remember the trailer looked really good. Um, the movie didn't hold up to the trailer, but I I, I think it enjoyed it. I mean, yeah. All right. So that was your third one, right, Mike? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen that before. Yeah, yeah that was Saturday. My yeah. Um, a couple honorable mentions I had on my list, by the way. So I originally had uh, some of the Romero dead movies on there. Um. But uh, I took those off because I think that uh, they don't feel, I don't know, they aren't, they don't feel as apocalyptic. Dawn of the Dead probably feels the most apocalyptic to me because it shows sort of the overtaking of the cities and stuff. But um, yeah, I think that's, that I actually rewatched Day of the Dead the other night. And that uh, was the weird thing, like, like with me when I was going through these, it was like yeah. certain zombie, like, all right, so you, you take Fulci's zombie. Right. Yeah, it's an apocalyptic film, but it doesn't feel like it. it just feels like a zombie film. Yeah, but it but technically if you take, is like the Night of the Living Dead or something yeah. that feels like so. I was having a hard time going yeah. back and forth, even though it's it is an apocalyptic film. It's definitely different than some right. of the other ones. And that's kind of where I landed too. I was like, they don't Escape from New York feels like it took it's taking place in a sort of wasteland, um, in a future <laughs> state of the world or something, but night and dawn and day they don't feel like the future you know they don't feel they just they're in an apocalypse but there's i don't know something about them um i know like I had, a lot of people consider the thing to be i also had the thing at one point yeah but it's more like that would be the start of it because it's only right, affecting exactly. that small group of people right but it's so eventually going to spread and you never know you never know if they're gonna you never know uh, if it even <laughs> leaves I know yeah. that's the thing about that movie. Yeah. You have no idea. We have no clue what happens because if yeah. if neither one of those guys are the thing, then it's gone, right? But if one of yeah. them is the thing, then it 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 wins because they're going to freeze and they're going to come take it away. It's yeah. like it's a great thing about that movie. It's one of the great things. There's a lot of great things about that's it. It's like my that's my all time favorite. I know movie, it is. Man. I know I it love is. That movie. <laughs> But it definitely feels like the beginning of an apocalypse and not, it doesn't feel as sort of grand enough in scale. I, I sound like a broken record, but I did see the thing in the theater also. You did, really? <laughs> yes. That's, that's several, awesome. Several though. times. It was that's at the awesome. Dollar Theater. So you were one features. of the people that, that actually spent money on it because that thing tanked, right? It's like, yeah, I, I, so we, we, we all get together and go see it at the oh, dollar, awesome. dollar Theater on Irving Park. I've seen that in a theater, but it must have been just crazy to see it back then. Oh, it's the great, weird, man. Yeah. The weird thing about <laughs> that is, is uh, so you, you, you have John Carpenter's The Thing, but that is actually a remake of The Thing. Yeah. It's actually a thing from another... Uh, a thing from another world. The, the thing from another world. Yep. But when you watch that movie, the only thing that's on screen that comes in big is The Thing. Yeah. Right? And then at the bottom, it has little tiny letters that say from another world, you know, yeah. uh, which is also a great movie, but it's more, that was more good of movie. a, um, like an alien. Like it was like a giant yeah. dude in a yeah. suit kind of stomping around. Yeah. It's alien. very classic sort of fifties alien. Exactly. It feels like that, but and it is a good movie. John Carpenter's thing, which was, you know, an alien that could mimic your body. Could well, mimic yeah. It's whatever it wanted it, to. 
it was unlike anything. <laughs> like and that movie was have, unlike anything. And then you have the prequel, which came out and yeah. Uh, yeah, one and done. Dude, that um, sucked. Really. Yeah, one and done. That was, that was a one and done. Yeah, that was that was an almost a, almost not one and done. Oof, it was almost it's a bad. half one. Yeah. I, know. I, I'm, I don't even I remember most of it. I actually bought it for it, a dollar so. at a flea market, and I still hate myself for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good movie. Yeah. It's unfortunate because you know, I think that at one point they wanted it to be a good movie, and I think the studio really really fucked them over. Did you ever see the? Um, I think you could probably find it on YouTube. <laughs> the all the the uh, the guy who did the special effects for that movie. Botine. Botin, Botin, Brad Botin, Botin. Yeah, I think that's his name. The, the, the original? Oh, no, 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 oh. no, no. So they had somebody lined up for the for the prequel, though the one. Oh, the had. prequel. Okay, yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah. And uh, he made all of the special effects for that yes. movie. And then, like, right when they're about to start, you're like, now we're going all CGI. Yeah, that's kind of the, the thing I was alluding to, is, like, it, they at least were trying to do something at one point, and studio or somebody stepped in and said, no, we're not doing that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cheaper to go CGI. And if you look up some of this guy's effects for that movie, they look really good. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen yeah. some of them. And that's – at one point, there was at least potential for it to look good, <laughs> even if the movie wasn't going to be good. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we ended up with that – whatever that was um unfortunate but i had the thing on my list at one point i also had the fulci stuff like you said i had the right. beyond on there i mean the beyond is technically like it's the end of the world sort of happening like the gates of hell are opening up but it doesn't feel as as post-apocalypse so i took it off my list but i love that movie I, I, know, I, lo- I love those movies i don't know why but the gates of hell <laughs> You know how you were – what movie was that you said you put on in the background when you're doing something earlier? Oh, yeah. Mike said Escape from New York. Escape yeah. from New York. I can put that on. Uh, yeah, I agree. I can put that on even though it's like the grossest movie ever. I still I wince on the I still wince on the Jeep scene. You know? I was going to say that scene still makes me like oof. Yeah, and the first time I saw that movie, like, again, I was, I was young. I, re- I rented it. It was under the Gates of Hell title. And um, yeah. it's like this big box VHS at my video store, and that scene, like, oof, man, I was, I was just, I was young and I was not yeah. ready for that. Hey, <laughs> Dad brought it home. Dad brought it home. Not, not <laughs> Dad brought it home for us. <laughs> Come on, let's see this thing. It's set on the box. I was with him in the store. You cannot, it must be 18 to see the most scary, the grossest oh, yeah. film ever made or whatever. Yeah, they had like a thing on the cover. And you everything. got that one? We, yeah, we watched that. We watched that. My dad was that with Robocop. So we, uh, we, well, I was so young. <laughs> and he's like, we go to the video store and he was looking for Total Recall. And Total yeah. Recall was, was all out. All the boxes were empty and he got super pissed. And he goes over and he grabs Robocop and he's like, we're watching Robocop tonight. And I was like, all right, I've never seen Robocop before. I was like seven <laughs> years old or something. <laughs> Yeah, so we're watching RoboCop, and like the scene where the dude melts in the toxic waste. Yeah, so yeah. Like, Peter Weller gets his like arm blown off with the shotgun. Yeah, <laughs> we're sitting there uh, watching with my dad. Yeah, <laughs> um, we used to go. What was the other one that we had? We had Age of Video. We used to go to Age of Video. We had Cin- uh, Cinemagic. Cinemagic, and we had Convenient Rental. Yeah, and Cinemagic uh, was funny because there was this lady that worked there 
and um, she, I wanted to rent RoboCop 2, and she gave my mom a really hard time about it. She's like, he can't watch RoboCop 2. And my mom was like, I'm going to watch it with him, and she didn't. <laughs> and so she took it home. But that same lady had recommended uh, Night of the Creeps to me, and she had recommended Dead Alive and Bad Taste, like all these movies. And she's like, he can't watch RoboCop 2, but he can watch Night of the Creeps and Dead Alive and <laughs> Bad Taste. <laughs> Like, I remember my brother renting, um, my stepbrother renting uh, RoboCop, and then he dubbed it to a tape, and then he like gave me the tape. I was, you know, I was young, and I went in my room, and I was like, "All right, cool, I'm gonna watch it without my parents and all, and I'm just gonna go in there and watch it." And the scene where the robot is trying to walk down the stairs and shoot at the same oh, time, oh, it falls, yeah. What freaked the shit out of me? I don't know why. And the part when the dude gets shot out the window in the beginning, like that, literally scared me more than anything in the world. I don't know why. Like I was so scared of fucking RoboCop, and now I just love watching it. <laughs> yeah, it's a great movie. Freaked me the fuck out. It's a great movie, though. It's great. Um, other I ones I had, had uh, Night of the Comet. I know it got mentioned earlier. It was on one of my lists. Yeah, Night of the Comet, yeah. which it sounds like Shaky says it's a one done. One yeah. Done. Um. I have watched that movie so many times. Mm. I enjoy it every time. The show. That's, another one, that's another one of those movies that was on all the time. It was on it all the time. All the time. All the time. It's still on all the time. Yeah. Like if you it turn actually, on, uh, yeah, it's on Comet all the time. Comet, like, that's it. It's Comet, Comet yeah. all yeah. the time. Night of the Comet is on Comet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's always It's on a fun Comet. movie. I think it's a fun movie. I rewatched it recently, and I think it holds up. Um, um, Dread. I also for me, the tread, yeah. For me, the not the original tread, but the one that came out in 2012. Yeah, yeah, um, that one. Yeah. It's one of my. I totally forgot about the Sylvester Stallone one. <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot that thing even existed anymore. That's a one. Stallone and, done. and Rob Schneider. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're trying to make a dread oh. series. They're still trying to I do that. <laughs> oh my god! I'm so happy they made a good version of Dread because that thing yeah. is amazing. That movie is amazing. Um, what else did I have? Anything else? I had like the stand on there, um, which, uh, I think Shaky. I saw you said or yeah, you saw, you I just it. watched. It. I just rewatched it. How how did it hold up for you? Well, the beginning's really freaky, but other yeah, than I that, agree with you. Yeah, I agree with other you. Other than that, yeah, yeah, it's just I yep. I remember. All right, another Shaky story. I have so many of these. <laughs> when I was uh, I was. Like 23, it was right before I went to work where I am now. So it was 26 years ago when that came out. And I, I wanted to see this thing so bad. I was working as a security guard mm. and, and uh, about a block and a half away from the house. So I took this old 12-inch uh, color TV that we had to the guard house. And I covered <laughs> it up underneath the desk. And I put the antenna out on the roof. And I watched the stand while I was at work because yes. <laughs> I, I didn't want to miss it. I don't care what happened in that place. <laughs> I just wanted to watch the stand. But, yeah, it was it was an event. I watched and it in its first run. Yeah, I watched it every night. And a lot of people say, oh, it's, it's dude, it's almost 30 years ago. And they were doing yeah. stuff that was never been seen on television. Yeah, they were. In that type of uh, You're right. scope. And especially on cable, primetime cable. Yeah. I mean, it was so. – it was it, it. It hasn't aged as well, but it it's a, it's kind of a it's still a big deal what they did. You know, some of the stuff it looks like sets. You know, the cornfield looks, looks like, like sets. Yeah, and, exactly. And, yeah. and you know, they got real crappy CG transformations. Yeah, but, but he changes but, into flag or yeah, it's pretty yeah. bad. Yeah. 
but you know, but I what the, we had the acting, that was that was some yeah. bleeding edge technology for TV. Exactly. When I was a kid and I saw it, I was like, "Oh, this is incredible." <laughs> it's pretty bad now, but it was incredible at the time. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, they pulled off an epic country, you know, like a countrywide movie on cable with relatively limited budget. So, I'm I'm definitely curious to see what they do with the new one. Um, and then you know, Anthrax, the band Anthrax was, uh, they did a song called "Among the Living," which is what. Uh, threw me into this whole Stephen King thing about the stand. It's about Randall Flagg and the stand. Oh, I didn't know that. The song that. Among the Living and uh, the Walking Dude and stuff. <laughs> and you know, he was on the he was on their shirts. He was on the on the Anthrax T-shirts with the. Uh, but they made the guy who was supposed to be Randall Flagg on the T-shirts look like the guy from uh, Poltergeist. The priest from Poltergeist too, uh, like old dude that had cancer. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, they made yeah they made Jesus. him look like that guy. That guy's terrifying. So, <laughs> but yeah, but that's my that's my story about the stand and how I got to it. So, yeah, I watched it. I mean, I was I was in middle school, I think, and I watched it um, definitely in its first run. Every night I watched it, and I agree with you. The first part is is the best part, like that whole first section. Yeah. <laughs> the middle section middles a bit and the end i mean there's like spots that are really good but yeah like the first hour and a half is still pretty solid i mean yeah that guy that guy was the guy that spread it all out if he would have stayed there they could have saved <laughs> no. could have saved one the world guy. one guy yeah. <laughs> grabbed Can't his wife and kid and took off and then wiped out the human yeah. race in two weeks. yes yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. i always wondered about that stairs real quick and take a piss and then i'll be right, right. back the one thing okay. I always wondered about the stand is like, uh, what what happened to like the rest of the world in that story? Because like it's 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 only like United States and all the battle, everything takes place in the United States. Did, you have I, to assume that like. Did you read the book at all? I did. Yeah, I read the book, but I was the, which which I was 14. one? I read the unabridged. Yeah, the remember one. the last. Uh, the I remember last, he uh, when he climbs up out on that of, island. Yeah, he ends up on an island and like the yeah. natives are there or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I. So, was it just in the U.S. or was it? I know. That's everywhere? what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. was it just in the United States and like everyone else is just like, ah, fuck the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, uh, uh, maybe they'll address that in the new one on CBS. They, they have to, right? I mean, yeah. at this point, you have to address the fact that if this thing wiped out the United States in two maybe. weeks. Uh, there might have been stuff in there in the book that I don't remember, and they didn't yeah. want to cause any. They didn't right. want to cause any problems with Russia or something like that, so they left <laughs> it all out. That's you know, possible. Yeah, I just always found it interesting. It's like very U.S. centric, but um, I don't know. But I I remember liking the book. It's just been like, oh my gosh, it's been twenty some odd years since I read it. Yeah, it's been a while I don't know too. If holds, my mom is reading it right now. She borrowed it from me. She's she's like, you ever read The Stand? I'm like, yeah. She just came over and took my copy. So just, I well, I hope. Well, is Salem's Lot kind of a apocalyptic book? Yeah, actually, kind of is. It kind of is, right? Because it's <laughs> it's like um, vampires sort of taking over. Well, that I, goes I into they... that that what's that stuff he did? Stephen King did the towers. Yeah, so in the Dark Tower, the um, Father Callahan is a major character starting in book yeah. five, and uh, he was like fighting vampires in New York City. Yeah, but, yeah. So he was, was a, he became a good guy again. 
Yeah, he did. So he went okay. out and he was killing vampires, and then he ended up in this western town in the Dark Tower series. Um, and like that, I don't know if you ever read the Dark Tower, but like Stephen no. King is in it as himself. The last, the last new Stephen King book I read was from a Buick Eight. Oh wow, yeah, I read that That's one too. I did read ago. the Institute. So like his, yeah, the Institute came out last year. It's basically just like. It's basically Firestarter, but with more kids. Oh. It's like kids that make things fly are, around with their minds. Are they and in stuff. it? Is she in it? No, they're not. But you, it's okay. very similar. Like these kids who have special powers, and they're—I don't know. It was very similar to it, but um, a, but they couldn't. I got a was, Stephen King good, GI but. Joe figure. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> Crystal ball. <laughs> from uh, Bangor, Maine. Jesus. Yeah, he's the Cobra hypnotist created That's by funny. Stephen King for Hasbro. <laughs> That's funny. All right, all right, Mike. So uh, you got anything else you want to just talk about? Some movies? Yeah, no, we can. Yeah, we can move on. I got oh, oh, one, um, one, one thing I wanted to ask you when I was uh, actually doing this was, um, you consider Terminator? Oh. Oh, good question. A post-apocalyptic movie? Because it, it is, but it doesn't feel like it. it. I feel like it's more of a time... It's weird because it is an apocalyptic film, but at the same time, it's a time travel film that makes it apocalyptic. Well, you don't see the apocalypse really until the fourth movie. Um, <laughs> Salvation. And then yeah. you see you see bits and pieces of it. So it's about preventing the apocalypse. Yeah. I right? I mean, at least in part two. Part one isn't about preventing it. Part one is about saving the human race because John Connor has to survive. Part two is about stopping it. So, you know, by destroying all that shit that they were creating, they could stop it from happening. And then part three was like, it was inevitable. So all they did was delay it. And then part four is that, and I haven't actually seen Dark Fate, so I don't even know how that plays. Well, four was the one that <laughs> but, <laughs> four, four is the one we saw that in the drive-in. It's got Doctor Who in it, right? We saw the fourth yeah. one. Yeah, that was yeah. bad. Yeah, Genesis. It was real yeah, bad. Yeah, Genesis. You know, I I had a trouble with that because of the John Connor guy. I just didn't like the way I didn't like him. I didn't like the way he looked or anything about him. I'm like, who gives a shit about this guy? Yeah. You know, <laughs> I was like, this guy's an idiot. I could I could beat this guy when you're it's sitting there and think you could beat yeah. the guy. It's got it, problems. The way they did John Connor, and it just was weird. It's like, I don't know. It, it never just, be, they built like, him up as like this major like heroic figure, and then they never delivered on any of it. <laughs> you, you know, know I like, got – oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say like way off topic, though, because I remember when we watched it at, at the drive-in, yeah. and, and as soon as Doctor Who – because like people get <laughs> typecast of certain things, and he was kind of one of them. Even mm-hmm. though he wasn't Doctor Who for a long time, Right. Like the whole time, I just wanted him to pull out a sonic screwdriver and just fuck shit up. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's all I wanted from him, and he was just kind of useless in that movie. Like, he didn't do much. I don't even well, honestly remember so little about it. But it came in towards the end. I rented. Uh, I got HBO free for a week, so I could get the uh, so I could watch that Terminator because I wasn't gonna pay for it. <laughs> and, and that Terminator had one glorious scene in it. It was in the first five minutes of the film. <laughs> they do a CG Arnold Terminator. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Thumbs up and kills yes. John Connor. <laughs> that was my I, I stood up and applauded. 
That's so. That's that how my, Dark Fate starts. Yeah, is, uh, yeah that's, that's, <laughs> I was like, yes, because it was it was the same kid. It was the kid version. Oh, they from, did the CGI version of like Edward Furlong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, I gotta watch hey, it. Mom! He goes, Hey, mom! And then he comes up with a shotgun, just blows him away, and walks uh, into the. Now I gotta watch it. Yeah, I wonder if it's still on here because I get. Uh, I have. Uh, <laughs> I get I I have Prime and and HBO for free. So I got it now. I gotta watch it. I got yeah. just to see that, <laughs> just to yeah. see him blow. Away. Well, yeah. we were joking because like Edward Furlong is like, now he's like really out of shape and it looks like a drug addict. Well, he just it, is like the con circuit. You know what? He probably wasn't. He wasn't geared up for that. He got mm. he got lucky and got the job and he did. Yeah. I didn't like him in the movie anyway. He's not. I like him in. It. I liked him in Brain Scan. I like him better in Bra- Brain Scan. He's better in Brain Scan. Yeah, right. I, I mean, did not like John Connor being a little whiny kid. Anyway, that's just me. I'm old. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but it, that was my favorite part. And then in Night of the Demons, he he couldn't even pull that one off. Oh God, man! He's thirty years yeah. later, t- fifteen years later. That was a I horrible had, one too. I wanted that movie to be good, but so did I. Oh, I really wanted it to be good. And then he just, oh, he's so bad in that movie, and oh, he's yeah. like. It, He's like one of the main characters. Yeah. He makes it like all the way to the end. I think he survives that movie. <laughs> did Did you see uh, the original? Night of the Demons. Yeah. I have it on Blu-ray. Yeah, I'm a, yeah I love that movie. That was a fantastic little horror film. Love that movie. Yeah. yeah. I watch it all the time. That was, that was a big joke in high school. Mm. <laughs> every time they'd have apple pie in the uh, every time they had <laughs> apple pie in the cafeteria, we'd sit there. Where'd you get those apples? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, that that end scene with the razor blades. Yeah, that yeah. that movie's Where'd that movie's a blast. Apples? That movie's so kids. much fun. <laughs> I I looked up a couple of movies for you guys for your apocalypse that you might you didn't. Oh, mention. what do you got? Yeah, what do you got? What do you got? All right, I got first one is the Omega Man with Charlton Heston. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Oh, what a great a movie one. that is. That is. That's a good. I don't know. Charlton Heston seems to be. Uh, he's he reminds me of Arnold, or Arnold reminds me of him now. Now, especially sure. he's older now, they're yeah, almost right. they're almost the same character in their films. And you know, I was watching uh, I was watching the Ten Commandments this last week. It was on uh, CBS or whatever, right. whatever when it when it's on for Easter. Yep. Man, this is a really good movie, you know. And he's he's all like being badass uh, Moses, and then in uh, Planet of the Apes, which yeah. is another apocalyptic movie he was in. Even, you know, kind of think of it as a trilogy. Even Soylent Green is an apocalyptic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but this, uh, he's up there in the tower, or whatever, and he's got, he he picks up yeah. the chick, and then he. At the end of it, he's in the fountain, just blowing everybody away to save the, to save humanity. So is that save that, humanity. that your favorite version of the like I Am Legend? Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, the Will Smith one. I was yeah. me and Dad went. Okay. This, the back when Dad was still alive, and he's like, "Man, they're talking about this movie, Mike." I said, "All right, we'll go." Yep. So we have we have <laughs> in the snowstorm with the seventy-two-year-old guy. We hop into the, we hop into the jeep, <laughs> going through the snowstorm to go to this theater, and we get there and we're sitting there, and that's a movie where you gotta wait, you gotta wait for something to happen. It's slow. Wow. 
Yeah. For a while, you got to wait for something to happen. We're just looking at each other <laughs> halfway through it. Like, are we going to sit through this? Is like, oh, yeah, we better. And then at the end of it, we just kind of got up and left and yeah. said, what a waste of time it was. I did not <laughs> like that one. And, and Vincent Price one, you mentioned yeah. Last Man on Earth. The Vincent Price one, he, it was good. Yeah. I remember watching that. I saw that on TV probably in the early 70s on a Creature Feature channel in, in the apartment before in a small apartment when my I was probably about four or five years old watching that those white zombie guys uh, <laughs> do some kind of transfusion or something in it. And uh, I, I'm a huge Vincent Price fan. It's good, but the Charlton Heston one is just all... Yeah. It's all 70s. I haven't yeah. seen oh, either God. one of those in years. Yeah, Charleston Heston one, and I'm a little biased on this because you know how much I love Will Smith. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> he did, uh, he had the I Am Legend, which was yeah. not a good movie, but I loved it because it was Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was I, a remake of that. Uh, I think what I did like about the Will Smith one was I, I liked that it was set in New York. Um I remember liking that about it. I think New York's just a cool city in general. Like the other ones are always like, West Coast. Yeah, the but. Will Smith one had a lot of good stuff in it. Like, you know, like where he's like he starts to go crazy, thinks he's you know he's got that that so-called friend, and then um, mm. he winds up getting strung up, you know, during the day, and it's turning night. There's a lot of good stuff in it, but there was just something about it I I wasn't a fan of. But like I said, it's Will Smith. You, you have uh-huh. to like it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, well, I have to like it because it's Will Smith. Come yeah. On. If you ever saw the movie Wild Wild West, it was a big pile of shit, but it was Will Smith, so I liked it. <laughs> <clears throat> I've never gotten through that movie. You know, I've never seen that one. I it's, can't get oh, through it's it. It's rough. It's it's rough. Yeah, but it's I, got that catchy. It's got that catchy song. Wiki wiki wow. Wiki wow wow wow. Whatever he does. Yeah yeah. <laughs> All, all his movies, movie. all his movies, but that, uh, that I am legend in this was the one where he, him and his kid were on a planet and Oof, I never Earth. watched that. I could not watch that one. I, re- that one I refused. Um, that looks, it's a Shyamalan movie. It's supposed to be terrible. And then it's him and him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like the old him and young him together. Oh, that one. Oh, that's an, what, what was well, that? that's a new, that's another one too that. Yeah, I'm like, can, can this guy is this guy like allergic to money or what? Yeah. <laughs> he avoids it. <laughs> I think I, I, I think Will Smith and uh Dwayne and Rock Johnson they fight to see who can be in more movies. Like yeah. those two are in everything. Yeah. Where, what was the one he made where he had one leg and he was saving the he was like a vet with one leg and jumping out of the windows? Oh, oh my god, yeah. Um Oh skyscraper. Scott yes. Yeah. I didn't yeah. I didn't see that one either. Yeah, I know. He was he's in a he, Will Smith's up my god. That dude just worked <laughs> his ass off and he is in a lot of stuff, yeah. He's in a lot <laughs> of stuff. Doing another Bad Boys movie, so that should get you excited. I, I liked him Bad in Boys. the I liked him in the movie about the success story. He had the kid. The, and his oh, kid were living on the street. Of happiness. Yeah. Yes, I like that one. He was also he, he played Ali, which I did like that one. That was good. The Ali movie. That I didn't see. Yeah, that was a good one. You know what? He's actually pretty good in the new Aladdin movie. I gotta say, I saw that one. 
You know, I was going to watch it, and then my buddy was like, dude, you better have a lot of weed. <laughs> yeah, that would he help. He said huh? it's pretty bad. <laughs> he said it's pretty bad. Sure, but he's pretty good. Like, he's, I got to say, like, he's probably the best thing in it. So I heard the musical tunes are just terrible. Like, they're, they're just, just different. They're just yeah. different. They changed everything. I mean, I don't know, but he's, uh, he's not bad in it. So. Yeah. I mean, I will, I will eventually watch that, but. I will get to that at some point. I got I got five hundred other things I want to watch before I watch Aladdin. <laughs> so Shaky, do you have another one? Do you have more? Yeah, I got uh, Nights. It's called Nights from nineteen ninety three with okay, Chris Christopherson. Chris Christopherson plays a cyborg. He oh, plays wow. a cyborg that trains another uh, girl <laughs> to help save humanity <laughs> after the apocalypse. Albert Pune directed this. Oof! Wow, I love Albert yeah. Pune. What's it called? Knights. Knights. K-N-I-G-S. K-N-I-G-H-T-S. How about that? I'm a big <laughs> Albert Pune fan. I yeah. might have to check this one out. Yeah. Oh, it was it was good. It was mm. good. Don't think I've seen this. The only reason I saw it was on late night on cable when I got home from work. This guy directed like Cyborg and Dollman and stuff. Yeah, yeah. This is kind of like Cyborg. Yeah, I could see it. And speaking mm. of Cyborg, there was a... a there was a cyborg with Angela Jolie in it. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. And Jack Palance. Yeah. So as the I bad guy. I've seen that movie. Yeah. And I think in this one, I think this Albert, this is the same Albert Punt. He's the guy that did uh, Captain America, right? He, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He, uh, he directed a bunch of. He was one of those like cheap kind of, like he worked with Full Moon, Full Moon Features a lot, and Empire Pictures yeah. and things. Yeah. yeah. That was, he was he was really tied to like Charles Band and stuff, but he did a lot of like futuristic low budget stuff in the nineties and eighties. He did a movie called like Vicious Lips, which was like this girl rock band in the future and kind of a fun movie. Did, did he do the class of nineteen eighty four? No, that was okay. um oh my god, what was that guy's name? Uh, the dude that went on to do Commando, I think, was the same yeah. guy. Um, that's a classic <laughs> yes <laughs> that mark, is a mark classic. lester mark lester did the class of movies and he definitely uh, did commando let, let me tell you about commando they have a director's cut you know what the difference between the commando director's cut the regular version is no nah. three seconds <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome three seconds i was like do i put no nah, i ain't gonna do it I rewatched Commando like a couple months ago, and it moved I have, last. I have never seen Knights, but I, I just looked it up. Yeah, and me too. I, I am just absolute because this is this is like right up my alley for movies. <laughs> All right. The um the what IMDb has for a synopsis is just awesome. In the future, yes. a kickboxer and a robot lead to a revolution against ruling cyborgs. <laughs> like, yeah, this can't be a bad movie. Oh, it's great! It's great. And, and <laughs> this can't be seeing, bad. And, but you know what? I think I saw it around the time Blade came out, so it must have been uh, sitting on a shelf. Probably was. Yeah. And That's then they funny. threw it out when Blade came out because you got Chris Christopherson doing uh, karate moves. <laughs> That's funny. You know, That's it's awesome. I'm gonna screen yeah. cap that. I'm gonna check that out. <laughs> I got. I, okay, you ready for the next one? Yeah. Yep. This next one's on Rift Tracks a lot, but I saw it, you know, oh. I, I saw the regular version of it. It's called Warrior of the Lost World. Oh, yeah, yeah. With uh, Robert Gintney. 
Yep. Oh. I've only seen like a Rift Tracks version of this. I've yeah. never seen it on its own. I like the. the... Yeah. No, I'm not sure. I'm I'm trying to remember because there was another one, but they had the guy's head in the wall. They like walled this guy into a. They walled this guy into a thing, and they were torturing him or whatever. And they, he said, uh, "Kill me, kill me." So they took his head and just kind of spun him around, <laughs> like he broke his neck. Is that in that movie? Because I, I get confused. I don't remember. It's been so long. It's definitely There's Robert Ginty though. Um, I don't know if you guys. Fred Williams it. and Donald. Uh, yeah, Fred Williams is in it. If you watch Pluto, Pluto has. A riff tracks and the mystery science theater channel that's all they run yeah. for seven they run 24 and this is on there quite often yep this one's on there a lot well i i just remember the motorcycle with the <laughs> yes, uh, the yes. night rider-ish motorcycle i mean it's on the poster they obviously yeah. you know. well they had it had that little voice you know it had like a pong screen on it and it had like that right. kind of woman computery voice on there that would talk to him while he's doing riding on the motorcycle <laughs> you know sensing all the things around him and this guy, this Robert Gidney guy, yep. he, made, he made a movie that I saw called Exterminator 2. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yep. Where he, like, gets a garbage can, or he's like a garbage man. Yep. I've, told, I've seen it. Like I said, it's Exterminator 2, but the first Exterminator was, like, this real gritty New York movie right. with Kung Fu Joe. Mm-hmm. From uh, I'm gonna get you, sucker. Yep. The Kung Fu Joe guy was in it. That was like his partner from Nam or whatever. And they uh, they kill him using a. This is you know, guys. In my head, these things just come out. So if I'm going too long, I'm sorry. But that's all right. They, all right. they kill him. They kill him by using a garden. The three the three prong garden claw hand claw. You know <laughs> when you're gonna go gardening. Yeah. And stick it in the in his back and pull his spine out. <laughs> behind a uh and over to the right of him is one of those fiberglass uh fences from the 70s it's just like a piece of fiberglass nailed onto a two by four and that's the fence that's just something that always stood out in my mind and then this sends you know the exterminator was killing people and then he had to go after them and then he went into the second one they never made a third one though no i definitely saw exterminator two. i think i've seen both of them actually but i definitely saw exterminator two because it was on a Shout Factory set that I bought, yeah. um, and it it is a fun I think movie. The, at least the first Exterminator is on one of those like four movie sets you can get at like Walmart and. Yeah, I know the second yeah. one's definitely on one of those. So I, I had it. I sold too. it. No, is that, see that around a lot? I get Exterminator two confused with Death Wish three a lot. Oh man, Death Wish three is I love that movie. Is that the? Who's the guy with the mohawk, with the makeup on his forehead is that in death wish three? Oh, um the leader of the gang that yeah no that was death wish three death wish three yeah pretty sure it is because that guy who he killed in death wish three made a uh pilot superhero film for television where he played doc savage <laughs> who is a uh, the man of bronze so yeah anyway sorry about that just kind of <laughs> kind of veered <laughs> Veered <laughs> off into my shaky world here, so all right, all right. Do it all the time. That's, and the okay. last one, yeah. It, maybe you guys can play a trailer for this. <laughs> I can't do it. It's called Wizards because I'd like you guys to see this a little bit if you can. Let me see if I can bring up a trailer here. Yeah, yeah okay. Adam might be able to do it. So, Wizards. 
Let's see. Well, there's a uh, four videos in a clip. Let's see if they have a trailer. Let me try this. I'm gonna try YouTube. Is there okay. It, there should trailer? be a trailer on YouTube. Seven. There it is. All right. This is this is gonna blow your mind, guys. Can you see it yet? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Here we go. Yep. yep. See if you can. I don't know if you'll be able to hear it, but you'll see it. No sound. I'm not getting any sound, though. No sound. Just the trailer. Ah. <laughs> Maybe they it's don't let you do it. It's probably, yeah, it's probably because of Zoom. No, it's weird because I saw, like, you can watch movies on is, Zoom. Is this whole thing animated? Yeah. Oh, okay. Is this like, what's his name? The guy? Yeah, Bakshi. Yeah. 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 This is a what Bakshi is it called? Film. Wizard trailer? Wizards. Wizards. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely. I haven't seen this, but I know what this is. Oh, yeah, this was. Yeah. I'm trying to click on shit that's on Adam's screen, and it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to get this to go away. So did you? When did you see this then, Shaky? I saw this uh, probably about 1980. This was on, oh, uh, oh. and I was like, "Oh man, a cartoon!" <laughs> oh man! But it yeah. was—it's really, really violent. <laughs> and yeah, uh, I can tell. It's like it's heavy very, metal kind of stuff. It's—it's it's very violent, and it's—they uh, got, you know, Ralph. You know, you're up from around there. The Frazetta guy, Frank Frazetta. Do you know who that is? Mike you, not me. No, I don't know. He's the guy that did all the uh Conan covers. He's an artist. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well I know the artwork. Yeah. He's got he's got like a museum up there around you. Oh and uh <laughs> and uh he's friends with this Ralph Bashke guy. So some of the influences are Ralph or are uh Frank Frazetta and then it's kind of like a little bit like Looney Tunes and then the, the stuff this guy does. And it's just this crazy cartoon about after the apocalypse happens, the fairies and uh, magical people come up from where they were. And uh, it's the battle to save the earth <laughs> from the invading evil wizard. And then there's a good wizard, which was that little uh, little bit you saw. You know the two twins. They were born. One was born evil. One was born good. And it's the story of how uh, he discovers uh, the evil wizard goes somewhere and discovers Hitler's diaries and stuff, and and Sounds how good. he did things. It's, oh yeah, yeah. It's it's mm. it's good. It's a one time. Most people, <laughs> it's going to be a one time watcher though, because I mean, <laughs> there's shit in there. There's shit in there that you know you wouldn't mm. expect to see. What was the so. name of that trailer, Adam? Well, Wizards trailer, nineteen seventy-seven is the video. It's it's got one of those synth, you know, those synth scores, oh. mm. and it's it's good. I liked it for an apocalyptic movie. I mean, I don't yeah, sit around yeah. the house and invite everybody over <laughs> to see it. So let me see, because I have audio on my end. I don't know if it's going to work once I share my screen, though. Once I shared, I couldn't hear it. Yeah. Oh, I could still hear you guys, but I couldn't hear the video. 
Yeah, no audio. No audio? Yeah, they must cut it. Yeah. Because I'm still hearing it on my end. I can still hear it. Can you see it? Oh, yeah, yeah, I can see it, but... Hmm. I don't know. Well, maybe maybe your listeners will look it up. See if they're down to watch some Ralph Bashke apocalyptic <laughs> animation for the evening. All right, cool. All right. So uh, with that, do you want to talk about these movies, Mike? You still want to keep going? What do you want to do? That's all up to you, man. Um, you all right. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know about you. Honestly, I the, uh, the, let's see. I don't have a whole lot on either of them. All right. So they'll probably go pretty quick. All right. Um, the WWE movie is just, it is what it is, man. <laughs> like, so it's this movie. It's called The Day, and uh, it's uh, takes place, I guess, in the future. I'm not really sure what happened in the future, but people just kind of like walk around, and then they end up in this house, and they're trying to get eaten by cannibals. And a couple <laughs> things that stuck out to me about this movie is all right so right now we're living in the closest thing to like an apocalyptic scenario that we've ever been in and it's pretty it's it's not intense at all but like we can't even manage to keep our hair and beards maintained during this right mm-hmm. like <laughs> everybody in this movie has perfect haircuts trimmed yep. beard make a girl one of the girls has a hair tie in yeah <laughs> they can't find food like yeah. they don't have access to food they can't like they're desperate to like people are eating people because there's no food, but this girl can find a hair dye to put up her ponytail. And this other guy can apparently trim his beard and cut his hair because everybody looks like they they look like they're headshots. So that immediately threw me off. I'm like, we're living in like a pathetic apocalypse and I can't fucking like get a haircut right now because all the haircut places are closed. But these people all look like, like they just took a shower. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That stuck out to me immediately. It's just how trimmed and clean everyone looked in this end of world scenario where they're supposed to be starving to death. Not the man, not to mention how much strength all of them have. Like that, the female character in the movie, right? So she's like this badass character or something. Shouldn't these people just have no energy at all? Like they don't have any food. So if you had walked like thirty miles, you have nothing to eat. How are you going to battle and fight off cannibals for an entire night where you're like physically engaging with them and killing all of them? Like all that stuff just rings as completely ridiculous to me. And it would be fine if the movie weren't so serious, but this movie takes itself so seriously. It does. You know what I mean? It's got like a bunch of drama in it. Um, I forget the guy's name who did this, but he did um, Machete Kills. he's actually done a lot of stuff that's funny he was either second string or just low budget now the crazy thing is you have um sean ashmore in this yeah i know right he was bobby drake in the x-men so he went from the x-men to this yeah but did you notice that um you also have charlie from lost who was great in lost but I was going to say, in this. <laughs> did you notice that Charlie from Lost dies really quickly? Yeah, not only that, he plays Charlie from Lost in this movie. <laughs> he does. And here's what I think. I have a theory. 
is that they got him like while he was still kind of popular because he was also in the Lord of the Rings movies, right? Yeah. They got him while he was kind of popular and he was probably really expensive. So they brought him in, let him do whatever he wanted, which is basically play the same character. And then they killed him off. So they had to pay him for like a limited number of days on set. Like, so- yeah. So another thing with this, with this film it, or movie is that I was actually going to watch it on my phone. Cause I was kind of at work. I was like, oh, I'm going to start watching it, you know, at work. Mm-hmm. And then I thought my phone was fucked up or it was like my dad or something. I was like, the color looks weird. There's something off about it. Oh man. It's so when I got home, I put it on the TV and I'm like, no, it definitely wasn't my phone. This movie. They did that on purpose. Like shit. They wanted it to look like that. It's like weird. In, in this world, there's no color anymore. Like it makes no sense. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's like black and white, but every once in a while you get like a blue or a red. Yes. I it was, <laughs> it was, I was like, what's They happening? were obviously trying to be artistic, but they just threw like a blue filter on there or something. That's exactly and what they did. It just looks just, just me, just film it normally, you know, just make it look. That you don't have to do that. You don't have to try to make it more dramatic and artistic by draining the color out of the movie. It just, just looked really, I don't know, like WWE should not be trying to make anything artistic. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, I, I've never even heard of this movie, and it has uh, Iceman. He's in it, too. A bunch of people are in this movie. It's so yeah. weird. <laughs> I also read that this was the most um, – this was – the uh, the worst rated WWE film, and it was the only one that didn't have a wrestler in it. <laughs> well, they did that Oculus. You remember that Oculus? Oh my God, they did Oculus. do that. I didn't even yeah. see it. Yeah. The Oculus, I didn't like that one either. So <laughs> it's uh, it is. I don't know, and even like the uh, so I'm looking at the cast now. This girl Ashley Bell. Um, she, she was in like the same year she was in the last exorcism, which is a decent little movie. It's like all these people went into this shitty movie and yeah, I, I don't know. It didn't do them any favors. It's not very good. Yeah, it's, If you go through the, uh, I didn't write them all down, but I went through the IMDB as some of these people, uh, some of the uh, actors and actresses that were in here. Mm-hmm. They were in some big blockbuster movies, man. Yeah. And then they went, they were, this. they really were. And they ended up in this, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They owed somebody a favor or something. But Vince McMahon must have been pulling pockets deep, son. <laughs> well, yeah, they must have spent money. Yeah. They spent money on it because, yeah, some of these, like, at the time, and none of these people were really big now, but Sean Ashmore at the time definitely would have been. Yeah. Um, so it's Dominic Monaghan, the same thing. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it doesn't offer anything new. Basically, and it's it um, they want it to be special and different, and they want it to look artistic and smart, but it just ends up looking dumb, and it's pretty boring because it all takes place in one location, and because the film they're not really good filmmakers, they don't really know how to use one location really well. Um, they don't I have, I have they don't never... do a really good job at the tension between the characters, like no. you know what Romero did with Night of the Living Dead and the tension there. Because it's the same thing. It's a siege movie of people in a house being attacked. And yeah. they just, I don't know. Like, the two girls don't like each other, but that's about it. I, I, I've never been in a situation where I had to defend myself from a hole in the basement floor. <laughs> um, maybe what? one day. Maybe it'll happen. 
But when this guy comes in threatening you without a weapon and you have a gun in his face, why not pull the trigger? I literally was thinking the same thing watching it. Why would you shoot him? Why won't you just so shoot? Give, and then you can get out and then go defend the rest of the house. Makes no sense why they don't kill Instead, him. you want to have a conversation about him. You want, you, you, <laughs> I don't know, what do you want to play? Spades? Like to shoot Makes the no sense. <laughs> yeah, the, the girl, the woman there had to come and save him or whatever because they were just going to stand there. They were just going to stand there. Like, wasn't they, the guy like basically give me your gun and they were like considering giving him the gun? Yeah, like, yeah. They were like thinking about it. And Charlie's dying in gun. the basement. Charlie's down there half dead. He's going to die. He died in loss. And he's gonna another thing, die in another thing, another thing, right, that bothered me is, so they're all aware that there's these cannibal tribes, right? Like, they all know about them, yet they very quickly fall for a trap. They go into the basement, and there's piles of canned food down there, and at no point does anybody question whether or not that's a trap. They're yeah. like, oh, we got so lucky. We found this giant hoard of food. And, and it's not like it was the, one crate. It was an entire basement. Yeah, it was a box. Full, like Yeah, like a giant yeah. half a basement full of canned <laughs> food. And they know that these, these tribes are out there setting traps in houses. And they they fall right for it. It's, it's completely absurd. And, then and they, we had yeah. – and, and they had to watch it on Tubi with commercials. So it took a fucking half hour yeah, longer I, than it should This one I did watch with commercials, man. You know, uh, it took me. Yeah, it was like two hours. So, thing. so shaky. You're lucky you didn't watch this movie. Yeah, it's not I, it's not, there are. I was there for uh, Ready to Rumble. <laughs> I paid. I got a group of us, and we paid to go see that movie. Or not Ready to Rumble. Uh, what's the Hulk Hogan movie? You guys did it. No holds barred. No, no holds barred. Yes. <laughs> no holds barred. I paid to go see No Holds Barred my senior year of high school. Man, I was so excited for that, and uh, I, and I'm a Hogan fan. I'm a Hogan fan, brother. That was that was rough. That was rough to sit through. I don't. And then after Oculus and See No Evil, I mean, I don't know how these oh, yeah. guys keep turning this shit out. They then I saw they got they got. Are you ready? They have Mr. Bean meets the WWE coming out this year. <laughs> Wait, what? Sure, that'll be a that'll be. Like the Mr. Bean from England, yes, Mr. Bean? the Mr. Bean. Meets what? Mr. The WWE. Oh, I might have to watch that. I like yeah. Mr. Bean. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, dude, so you I... put Mr. Bean and Will Smith in a movie. You got you to gotta hit. <laughs> Mr. Bean. Hey, it almost happened with, uh, it almost happened with uh, Rat Race. They had everybody oh. in there but Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. What's that guy's name? Um, the guy that plays Mr. Bean. Dude's in it. Like, uh, Rowan Atkinson. Rowan Atkinson. Yeah. I didn't know he was still acting. Oh, yeah. I, he's still around. Yep. Wow. You know, I don't think he's that old. No. You, you know, Mr. Bean, they make him look old, but uh, yeah. I don't think he's that old. I don't think he is either. <laughs> I, uh, um, I don't know if you ever met my Uncle Bobby, uh, Adam, but... I don't remember. You, you probably have over, you know, when we lived yeah. over in the in the hood. But um, when <laughs> I was proud, God, I had to be eight years old, maybe. I had to be around there when when Mr. Bean, when the movie Mr. Bean came out, where he went and lived with that family, and yeah, you know, the movie where he's giving everybody the finger because he thinks it means hi because the biker gave him the finger. Yeah, and that one. And we were in Granby at um, Hollywood Video, and we rented the B, the VHS. 
And for whatever reason, I wanted to read the back. We were so excited to get this movie. I wanted to read the back of the box. And my uncle wanted to read the box. So he tried to snag it out of my hand. So I punched him in the eye. And then we, <laughs> my aunt had this giant caprice. And we got into a fist fight. Over, like literally in the back seat of this car over a Mr. Bean box. <laughs> and it wasn't even the actual box because they used to give you the clamshells. I just had the little insert that told you about the movie. They did the so cut boxes even, and stuff. And... Yeah, so it wasn't even the actual box. And we're back there just swinging at each other <laughs> so that we could get this Mr. Bean movie. <laughs> He's that been in a lot of Mr. stuff. Bean. Huh? He's been in a lot of movies. I'm looking oh, at yeah. his... Right now he has... A, he's still playing Mr. Bean. He has a series out called... Handy Bean. Yeah, he was in like a spy movie. I don't know if he. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was Johnny English. Yeah. He's in this Handy Bean series, and it's been on twenty episodes now, and it's still running. I'm intrigued to see how the WWE puts Mr. Bean. WWE. WWE. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I don't have any much more to say about the day. That's about it. Um, now it's pretty garbage. You get a really long scene where a girl gets smacked around because. And then yes. she she doesn't want okay. to say anything. Like like she, she should gets, be dead. She gets smacked around so much to the point where she just tells her entire story, but her entire story takes thirty minutes to tell. But when he slams her to the ground <laughs> on the in that chair, she should be dead. Yeah. Like yeah. She, he yeah. picks her up and then she just starts talking. Like she should be at the very least unconscious. Like that was like a cement floor, and he slams her head into it. And then they, they pick her up, and she starts talking, telling her story. Yeah, but she could have just told the story once she got tied up, and they may have been like, hey, you know what? Yeah. Girl, Why did she go through all that? Yeah, but instead oh. she sits her side. It's just the whole movie is just bad. It's yeah, really it's, bad. This is a bad movie. I, it's, I have no interest. <laughs> <laughs> this I have no interest. With his cellion. This is not I saw even that it was done. From- I, I saw it was from 2011, and I never even heard of it. Yeah. And I'm a wrestling fan. Yeah, they definitely weren't getting Batista for that movie. No. Yeah, yeah. Or The Rock. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the other movie we watched, um, which I, I don't actually remember most of it, me neither. I was just thinking of that one. <laughs> we were talking about the other movie, and I couldn't even remember the title for this movie. <laughs> it was called 2020 Texas Gladiators. There you go. And uh, we watched the Joe Bob Monster Vision version from the 90s, because it was actually the only version we could find. Um, so, yeah. So, I had texted you and said, dude, the only version of this I can find looks like absolute crap. And you yeah. were like, I got the monster. So, you sent that to me. All right. And then that's when I realized I actually own this fucking thing on DVD. <laughs> um, do you have Do you have one of those VHS bootleg DVDs? Is that what yeah. you have? Yeah, oh, okay. I bought it at Chiller. Yeah, so it was like five yeah. bucks. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever it was. You know, you get like five for thirty five or something. And it was so memorable that you completely forgot you even had I it. I completely forgot I owned it. So it um it was directed by Joe D'Amato and George Eastman. And uh, I don't know if anyone knows who they are, but George Eastman directed, um, oh, now I'm drawing a blank, uh, Anthropophagus. A what? Anthropophagus, which okay. is a pretty notorious um, Italian movie from 1980 because it was on the video nasty list. 
And, okay. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what that is. There's a scene where uh, where this anthropophagus guy, he's like a zombie, um, eats a fetus, and uh, he also eats his own intestines. Um, it's not a good movie, but it was one of the first. <laughs> no Bob kidding. <laughs> So it was one of the first movies that Joe Bob Briggs ever covered, and it's kind of notorious yeah. for that yeah. reason. It's also the directors of a movie called Porno Holocaust and a bunch of Emmanuel movies. Um, so, yeah, the uh, the resume of these guys <laughs> is not uh, particularly good. <laughs> um, but it's your typical really low-budget Italian uh post-apocalyptic movie where they rip off a lot of road warrior um primarily road warrior actually is what they're trying to do because there's even like a scene where there's like these people living in like a it's like a commune right and they have like all these oil tankers or whatever and i'm not sure exactly what happened because i had a really hard time following what was going on So so there's like this guy in the beginning and he's like there's like nuns getting raped or something and then he okay. <laughs> stops them and then like there's this girl that's gonna get raped and he saves her and then they like cut to this scene i think it's him working in this place with all these oil right is it the same yeah. guy yeah it's the same guy and it's the girl is that guy like it'll smash cut to different scenes yeah and that guy is always in the scene and you're like Where yeah the fuck did he come from? but is it moving around in like flashbacks and there's like I, no, I don't think it's a flashback. I think I, I, well, could, I don't know, man. And then there's a scene that's supposed to be like super tense where like there's these alarms going off and he has to turn like the big, what are they called? Um, oh, like, fuck, man. Like the big wheels that you fucking turn to turn off like steam and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, oh, yeah, because they're down and he's like, I don't think this bolt's going to hold anymore. Yeah, yeah. and everyone's just... <laughs> Standing around this building that's going to explode, so, and they're all just staring. It's and weird then, how because it, it's dubbed, and that guy's voice is different than every other voice. Yeah. Like, did, they find, did they find the one guy, and they were like, "You have to do this in English." And, I don't speak English, you know. And then he had to like pretend to say it. it was he was so in weird. Zombie. That guy. The he guy? was um he was the guy. So the um, can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, it sounded like you cut out. He was uh, the guy who who uh, owned the boat in Zombie, who like went over with him, the blonde guy. Oh, okay, yeah. He's the guy that's like trying to stop the thing from exploding. Like that's the same guy, yeah, Al dude, Cliver. The, the voice that's dubbed over him is so weird. <laughs> you know, all right. So I just want to say real quick, I have a couple of notes for the day, which has been mainly talking shit about the movie. Yeah. The only note that I have, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if I wrote more and it accidentally deleted out of my phone. The only note I have for this movie is bar fight, Russian roulette, guy stands next to him. <laughs> I don't even know what the you fuck wanna, that means. You <laughs> want to know what mine? You want to know what mine says? I have three. I have three notes. And the day I had a whole bunch, right? For this, I had perfect hair in the apocalypse, apocalyptic names, valve scene, explosive spelled wrong. Tension, everyone's staring. Because on the actual, on the tanks where it says explosive, they actually spelled it wrong. Yeah, so they have like yeah, misspellings. Yeah, I did that too, yeah. Because they're Italian, they don't know how to spell it. Yeah. It's all I have written down. Um, like the fact that everyone has weird names in the future, 
Did you ever notice that, that that's a common thing in these movies is for whatever reason, like why would people stop using, you know, like Mike as a name? Like their names are Nisus, Jab, Holocron, Maida, Red Wolf, Black One, um, like Kezia. Like why wouldn't they just, why do they all have these weird names? And it's 2020 now, so we already know that, you know, like we're still Mike and Adam. So it's not, and shaky. I mean, maybe hey, maybe they didn't know there was going to be Asher and Tanner (laughs) (laughs) and Wes. (laughs) You know, names like that. So, but yeah, that's one of the things I noticed is like everyone has these names that are supposed to be like futuristic, but little did they know that in the future that we would all just have the same names. You know, if anything, yeah, like people like naming a kid Apple and shit. Like that's where we've gone. <laughs> the this movie is like a mix of, of like, Mad Max, and like a very cheap Star Wars. Because <laughs> you have like those soldiers <laughs> who have like those laser guns or whatever they're yeah. called. That they call yeah, they did. There. Yeah, and you're right. They yeah. have like the shields and shit that can stop bullets and lasers. I'm like, how many like they're going after these people at the end of the world on a farm. I don't think they have laser guns. Like it's just, there's a whole mix of. They also all have gasoline. Somehow they all have gasoline and can drive motorcycles around. There's clearly nothing left in the world. Which is like, which is like uh, Mad Max too. When he just like the whole time he's standing on the hilltop trying to figure out how to get to the gasoline. Yeah, like, how do I get to the gas? Yeah. yeah, like, how do I get to the gas? Because that's the only gas that's there. And these guys right. are just like, we have it all. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, we got gas all over. <laughs> like, we I, own every gas station. I watched it in three parts. It was a rough. It was rough. I watched it, it straight through, yeah. It was worse than the day. I think it, it was, was worse than the day. I got probably, because uh, I, I watched the one that you sent me with Joe Bob in it. And I probably got about 20 minutes in. I was like, I've seen this before. Like, I know this That's movie. what's funny about it. So then I, I, I got up, I went outside, I uh, went out to the garage and as you know, I got the, all my DVDs right there. So I'm, I'm kind of moving through, moving through them. And I'm like, I know I own this. And that's sure enough. That's when I found it. It was like the third one in on the shelf with all my VHPS stuff. Well, that's what happened to me with Exterminators of the Year 3000. When we watched that. Like I realized like 20 minutes in that I had it and I had bought it from VHSPS. <laughs> yeah. Same hey, is thing, that the another... one with the three robot guys? That's, uh, I don't, it's, it's like a tank. The... Tank butt and oh, yeah. um, it's the one with the kid who's a robot. He gets his arm ripped off. He gets pulled around on by a horse or whatever, and he gets his arm torn off. I, I get that confused with that one with the. It was like a full moon movie with like three robots. Was Eliminators. it the, the, Eliminators? Is awesome. I yeah, love Eliminators. I love yeah. that movie. Eliminators yeah. is so freaking good. <laughs> yeah, he gets like the tank body. Yeah. <laughs> And Tank then uh, yeah. Manborg totally ripped it off. The plot I of love Manborg. Manborg. Yeah, but I it's love, it's the I Eliminators. Love. It's a ripoff of the Eliminator. The first time I ever watched I Manborg, Manborg too. I immediately went on and I just went to their website and bought that movie. I had to have it. <laughs> I love. I like that is, movie too. Is Manborg the one with the like a uh, guy who gets a he gets put into the suit and there's like a monkey in it? Is there a monkey in it? There's, I don't think there's a monkey. The entire <laughs> movie is green screen. It's literally like one. Yeah, they oh, shot no, on a no, garage. I, I was, there's an old, there's an old one where the guy gets turned into a cyborg, and he can't control it. It's kind of like RoboCop-ish. <laughs> can't control it. But yeah, this got, here is it's okay. like um, 
It's like a guy who went to war and he got like all messed up, and then um, they kind of. It's the plot of Eliminators. Stuff. It's literally the plot of Eliminators. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's even like a kung fu guy, and like it's it's very similar. Yeah, there's but a. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a fun movie. The uh, the kung fu guy they actually um, dub his voice to make it look like he's in a Chinese movie when no yeah, one's doing yeah. the movie. This one. The movie, yeah. the movie I'm thinking of is called Mandroid. Oh, this is Mandroid. Oh, right yeah, I've, yeah, I've seen that one too. Okay, that's an old. That's an old yep. one. Yep, that was a full yeah. moon one, right? Yeah. yeah. I remember yeah, this, that. Yes. Yeah, Manborg is a. Uh, it, this is def, it, This is an independent film. Like I don't. Even, it had to cost. They made it for like a few thousand dollars in a garage. Yeah, it's literally all filmed inside of a garage. It's de- I, like as soon as I saw this, I was like, "This is amazing!" <laughs> like, all right, great. there it is. Yeah, is Adam West in that? No. <laughs> no, I wouldn't be surprised. Was that cyborg cop? <laughs> no. Wait, I'm gonna show you the trailer or the poster from Cyborg Cop because yeah. it looked just like that. So it's like these guys here are all in it, and this one Chinese guy he speaks Chinese to the whole th- or English to the whole thing. But they dub his voice to make it look like he's in a Chinese movie. It's pretty hilarious. <laughs> oh, let's see if I can find this. My computer's being slow tonight. <clears throat> I can't seem well, to find it. Yeah, I haven't watched Manborg in a while. I gotta watch Manborg. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a long time. What was the movie with the um, – I know the uh, angry video game nerd, he used the guy in, his, in, the, in the AVGN movie where, he, where the, the sergeant gets put inside the tank. Was that Exterminators? That's, that's Eliminators. Yeah, oh, that's, eliminators, what my, that's what – Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eliminators. Yeah, because they do that in the AVG uh, – in angry video game nerd movie. And then yes. the guy tracks him down the whole time. It's hilarious. Yeah, you should eliminators if you haven't seen it. You should check it out. It's fun. Yeah, no, I've seen. It. Yeah, no, I've seen that because that's what they reference in the uh, AVGN movie. Okay. I was I was trying to look. I remember this movie I saw called 1990: The Bronx Warriors, and it sounds an awful lot like the uh, 2020 Texas Gladiators, yeah, but I don't think it's the same movie. It's not. They're different. Oh, okay. Movies. I all I almost suggested we watch Bronx Warriors instead. Like it was on, it was on their list at one point. Yeah, I've seen that Bronx Warriors, which also had a sequel, Escape from the Bronx. So that would have been a double feature. It would be both of those. Also, I suggest you guys check out uh, if you can find it. I think it might be on. It might actually be on Tubi, or not, I'm not sure where. But the uh, the Fist of the North Star anime film. The the it's the Fist of the North Star movie. It's post apocalyptic yeah. and it's super gory. No. Yeah, so was that uh my daughter watched she she has uh an anime thing and I think is is it is is it like from like ninety four to like now, like they've it's been a long time the thing's been on? Yeah, that's kinda of, Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. a TV show, but there's a there's a film version of it that gets through the whole story in like an hour and a half, so you don't have to watch the episodic version. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's like super violent and 
it's one of my favorite animes of all time because it's not boring. You know, a lot of animes yeah. are like super boring and just telling the human story before five minutes of flash and then it's over. But this There's... movie's all all fighting, kung fu, karate fighting in a it's like if you took Hawk and Animal the Road Warriors and put them in a real world, that's what the anime is like. There's there's ships standing sideways in buildings, you know, it's after the bomb goes off. And uh yeah, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, there's a guy out that. here every time uh, me and Adam go to a convention, I usually wind up buying stuff from all he sells is Japanese oh, yeah. stuff. Japanese Chinese yep. stuff. And it's all legit. It's all it's all uh like real stuff. I wound up getting the uh, all three Attack and Titan live action because my daughter mm-hmm. loves Attack. I've never watched it, but she I bought it for her, and uh, she was like, "Ah," eh. she was like, "I was like, I loved it. I thought it was great, right?" Because yeah. yeah, I I don't I don't have a reference point for it. Yeah, and uh, that was one of the things she mentions was uh, the North Star one, and uh, there's something else she wanted too. The next time I go there, and I see if I see if the guy's got it. Well, how how old is she now? So she's gonna be eighteen. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've been listening for a long time, so I thought she was you were talking about Ninja Turtles or something. Oh, no, 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 no. She, like, was, she was playing Grand Theft Auto at five, so I don't know where Okay, okay, all right, all right. Yeah, definitely check it out, man. There's video games of it, too, so. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. I like that one. I discovered that uh, by accident. I just picked it up in a uh, – we had this big place in uh, in Rockford, Illinois. They opened up this store called Media Play, right? And they had DVDs, VHS, and, and it was just huge. And uh, they had everything in there, like imports, everything. And I said, hey, Fist of the North Star, that sounds pretty good. And I brought that home, and I was like, yeah, this is all right. <laughs> uh-huh. No, she had me watch. Um, God, I can't think of the name of it now. Uh, I want to say because we use like she'll 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 use a VPN so that she can get like Japanese Netflix and shit. Uh-huh. And um, she had me watch. Um, it was an anime. So basically, like this this corporation. Um, it was a video game system, and they would put it on, and then they would go inside the video game and play. And they just hit a button one day when everybody was in the game or, you know, however many people were in there. And then you were stuck inside the video game. So uh, if you died in the video game, you're, they, the machine that you were wearing, because it was like a virtual reality headset, it would fry your brain. You'd die in real life. <laughs> so the whole goal was to stay alive. And uh, that one was really good. I forget the name of it now. <laughs> I did like that one. But, I well, mean, my, my anime is Pokemon – Dragon Ball Z. You know, like. Oh, I'm I'm with you, man. I I do I do not like a lot of it. I don't I don't see what the draw is for some of the stuff that they do in there. But you know, every once in a while, one comes along, and uh, like Scooby Doo, you know, there's more to the cartoon of Scooby Doo than just you know Scooby Doo running around eating sandwiches with Shaggy. It's yeah. uh the the background artwork, you know, the colors in the backgrounds, right. and the moods that they set, the colors. It's it's stuff like that. And that's like the in the uh, to bring it back to this Gatchaman series that was in '71. The colors that they used and the style that they did it, they don't do that anymore. So it just looks different. It looks it looks yeah. more artistic. 
And, uh, you know, sorry, went on a yeah. tangent again. No, it's all right. <laughs> all right. Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably leave it in. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'll leave it to Mike. Mike does the editing anyway, so. I can make no, you I, uh, disappear. Yeah, just <laughs> I'm really looking forward to see what happens with this Gadgetman thing because, you know, it was so sophomore or, uh, yeah, sophomore because that the word it mm. wasn't. Uh, uh, yeah. Here in the United States, when it first came on, it was nothing like the real version of the show. Heavily edited. Mm. There's a lot of violence and stuff in the show that they. It's a totally different story and show. Mm. They. Uh, <clears throat> but it went on for 10, 12 years. It's been. They uh. just did a new one. They just did a new one called Infinity Force, and uh, there's. A movie I'm trying to track down. Nobody knows anything about it. I found it on Amazon for $89 Jesus. For, for a DVD of this movie that they released in the theater in <laughs> Japan. And nobody <laughs> knows, on the on the sites, you know, the fan sites, nobody knows anything about this thing. It's like I'm the only one that knows it exists. And uh, it's called, it's called Goodbye Friend. And it's a mm. uh, it's a sequel. I, I don't know if it's a sequel or what to this Infinity Force series, but I picked up. You know, the old stuff doesn't sell like it does in here. You know, it's a it's for uh, four characters from '70s anime that they tried to bring back, and it failed. It failed in Japan. It was like, yeah, we'll watch it, mm. but nobody cares about these things anymore. And. Uh, I was digging it, man. They have 3D animation in there and stuff, and it's my dudes. And I was like, yeah. this is cool, but yep. it's not going to yeah. come back. And just trying to find this stuff, you know, you know, it, it's never going to be in a Mill Creek set, I can tell you that. <laughs> 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 so I just, I was wondering if, yeah, anyway, I was just looking for that one, and that's, uh, that's where I'm at. I'm going to try to get through this whole story of Gutchman. Yeah, that guy at Chiller, he does everything. So. Yeah, he does. Um, he I'll really have does. To, um, I have his card upstairs because uh, I buy pretty much every time I go there, I buy stuff from him because he's got some like just some like rare stuff. Like they, I mean, when we went there, he had the new guy, and at first I thought it was a bootleg, but it wasn't. He had the um, the Japanese cut of the Godzilla movie that they came out with before it was even in the U.S. He had it there. Yeah. So he, he's, he's got some really nice stuff and um, shit that I never heard of. And I have his card upstairs because I, I pretty much buy stuff off him all the time. But it's okay. weird because he doesn't really have a website. So what you got to do is you have to uh, email him and then he'll send you a thick-ass envelope <laughs> of his entire list of movies that he has. I got one of those. I got one of those years ago from the video, the uh, – you, you ever read Vangoria magazines? Oh, yeah. Like back in the – how yes. it, were you in the 80s? Were you reading Vangoria magazines? I started in the early 90s. Okay. Well, you know, in the back, they used to have those yeah. little classified ads. And it was like the video – not the video of Dr. Cyclops. That was the that was the, that was the reviews. But they had a Hypnotic Eye or something was one of the companies. I, I did this, yeah. You mailed and got the catalog yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and you get the, the catalog, thing. which is a bunch of pieces of paper, Xerox, yeah. with all the films that they have. I had the there. same thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. yeah. Yeah, I remember buying 
VHSs at the conventions. Yep. Thinking that was thinking that was the I paid I paid like seventy five dollars for VHS copies of Bale of the Planets at one now. Wow. I, I was just well, you know, it wasn't like it is now. You know, if you no, I remember I it. paid I mean there was a point where it was in the early to mid nineties, I paid like I think the most I ever paid was like I paid forty or fifty dollars for like an Evil Dead clamshell Thor and Emmy release because I couldn't find it. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean now it's like that stuff's everywhere, but I definitely paid money for stuff that you couldn't find. It just wasn't as easy, you know. You couldn't. Now you can find it everywhere, but I remember when Evil Dead I, Two got released. Nope. I looked everywhere to find it. It was only in one. It was only yeah. like in one theater for one day out here. Yeah, it's just hard. And to they find had stuff. they had the ads for it on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah it seemed yeah. like they they promoted that movie a lot. But. Yeah, yeah, couldn't find it anywhere. Hey guys, I'm gonna have to go. Yeah, yeah, Let's we're, do it, we're actually gonna wrap. I'm sorry, it we're gonna wrap it up anyway. So thanks for uh, joining, Jakey. Um, yeah, hey, so no uh, if you want to uh, go ahead and let people know where they can find you before you head off www.shakysubjectmatter.com no oh, yeah. e and shaky <laughs> <laughs> alright man that's it see you guys alright All right, see you. Good one, man. bye alright alright yeah no I unless you got something else I don't have anything oh man I'm done I'm ready to go to bed yeah what time is it 1230 oh, fuck yeah it's late damn <laughs> all right. Yeah, no, we'll wrap it up. Um, Hopefully these come through all right. Yeah, I mean, the test one came through fine. So, um, yeah, as long as you have it recording and I had just in case anything happens. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, it looks like it's been fine the whole time. So. Yep. And we got the free meeting, so we didn't have to fucking restart it every time. Yeah. So. so. All right. Well, uh, mm-hmm. midnighttriplefeature.com is the website. You can check us out there. And uh, I guess we'll talk to you later. Uh, see you later. Yeah,